Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Crap. I hate that happen like that. But um, anyway, uh, the call is recorded. If you go back to the uh, last week link or you go to Talk Shoe, you should be able to uh, listen to the call from last week. Um, Last week we were talking about, we started out uh, just going through, we looked at some videos and did some conversations just starting out with the basics, making sure we're working our way up to the compass. Uh, if y'all look at the uh, the link I posted today uh, in the uh, box, if y'all looking at the talk shoe box, you can see it says land navigation. I asked everybody to download that, and we were just going to kind of go through that first chapter. Uh, I also asked everybody last week to make sure they downloaded um uh, Google Earth because there's a few things I want to just make sure people knew how to. It's a great resource and everybody not you know you assume everybody can work in it and everybody probably can but I just wanted to kind of take a look at that today and and show people some of the features and how they can uh, utilize it. Um, we're gonna go through this land navigation thing. We're gonna look at some things on Google Earth and like I said, if you missed the car from last week, we were talking about declination. We were talking about latitude and longitude. Uh, I think it was a pretty informative call, so it's it's best that y'all just go back and look at it. Um, but we were setting the foundation for using the compass instead of just jumping into uh, I got a compass and I want to walk around and find something. Um, so that's the way we're gonna kind of be working it. And one of the last thing I want to ask, and we you know we got three minutes. I, I guess at nine thirty we'll start directly. I've been looking at nine twenty eight on my on my uh, phone. Um, last thing I want to uh, add, I just want to throw in something about deer uh, because you said uh, you were colorblind. Deer, this kind of speaks to camouflage and, and last little thing I got on food. Uh, a lot of times, there's deer all over here where I stay. I see them all the time. They're jumping over the fence. I see huge flocks of them. Uh, I guess the people behind us, they shoot them every now and then, I believe, because I've seen a, they got a deer stand up there in the trees, and every now and then I hear a gunshot uh, sound like a high-powered rifle, so I guess they got there shooting them. But they still come around. But I've I've got a, I've gotten out of my car and and like right before dusk, and uh, it's still bright outside. But you won't see deers there, even though they brown and white. I started looking at their camouflage is amazing because when they're standing against stuff, even with that white tail or whatever, you really won't see them unless they move. And I, and I thought about how most people, a lot of us as human beings, don't realize that we do it all the time. Most of us operate, you know, I don't know, it could be me. Now, I could be wrong. I'm speaking for everybody, but I could be wrong. But this is just something I noticed about myself, and I think it's true of a lot of people, human beings in general. When you out driving or when you are walking, you actually are walking in a zone. Most people see, let me put it like this, how many of you ever, have any of you ever left work, if you live a long way from your job? Have you ever left your job and then got home and didn't know, couldn't remember how the hell you got there? I do that on the phone. You have money. <laughs> you know what I mean? You pull up yeah, like the matrix that. is real. <laughs> and no, you know what it is? You're 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 operating off remote control. You're in a sphere. You you know you know what road to turn. You do the same thing every day. It becomes an automated system. 
So you're in a limited conscious. Even though you see everything around you, you're still not seeing it. And what brought that to my attention the other day, uh, one thing it, made, it reminded me of the deer, because the deer was standing right down there. And if it hadn't moved, it was like three of them, not, not more than 50 yards from me. If it hadn't moved, I wouldn't have saw it. I got out of my car. I had my mind. I was in my zone. I had my immediate zone. My immediate zone, I think for most people, mine might be a little bit farther, but I think most people's uh, zones don't – They we have a, a visual safety zone. You know what I mean? And it's generally probably going to extend no more than 10 to 15 yards from where we're standing or where we're at at any given time. And some people may extend a little bit more than that. They, you know, they got a little bit more, you know, fears or paranoia or whatever they may. But still, your your brain can't receive so much information in a given time. So even though those deer were down there, it weren't until they moved that I saw them. You know, it shook your tail or did something. And in my, my peripheral vision is, my my, I wear glass. I got astigmatism and eye eye injuries and shit. I can't hardly see shit. But when you move, if something moves with my peripheral, I got like extremely good peripheral vision. And soon mm-hmm. as I tell I saw it and I drew my eyes to it, then I said, "Damn, there's three of them." I didn't even see. It. And when they were standing there, I just started looking. I'm like, "You cannot see them if you're not." I bet you everybody riding past them don't see them, but they right here in the open. They got brown mm-hmm. bodies, but I was thinking how. Even when it when it, and this is something I've been thinking about, I told y'all about camouflage before. How people, the military, use these certain patterns, and I think those patterns, I can pick those patterns out in the woods. But I think if we're gonna be some, we do something different. We need to find like grays, browns, even whites, light whites. People yes, say one the white in the field. White people don't see it because people don't associate it with anything. Yep, I'm telling you, unless it's like bright white, like a news, like a a sheet of printing paper. Yeah, that might stand out, but even with a white-tailed deer, you don't see it. People see what they expect to see. And another point about this, I was at the red light uh, day before yesterday, uh, bright, you know, it was a bright, sunny day. I had just pulled out a quick trail. I was going across the street, and I saw, I was about, I was right at the intersection, pulling up to the intersection, and I saw, like, the light changed. I saw the light turn red, and then I just saw this shit fly in the air, like little tiny pieces just went up in the air, and I heard boom. And, I, and I'm talking right in front of me, this, this SUV hit this car that was turning, ate him up. And the pieces that I saw was from the car. But it was funny because it's like I was in shock because I didn't see the accident. I saw the pieces go up in the air. But this happened like no more than 50 yards, another 50 yards in front of me. I saw the, I saw the car driving. I saw the, uh, the Jeep driving. And then I saw, you know, right when I saw the pieces and I heard the boom, the sound, I saw the pieces before I even heard the sound. And then I saw the car with the back end of it, you know, like, tow up. And I said, fuck, this had an accident like shit, but I didn't see him hit him. I did not see him hit him. I saw the pieces go up in the air, but I didn't see the car hit it. And they were like, I realized, I said, you, you know, we all do that. We operate in a security zone. So sometimes, uh, you know, i just been thinking of ways tactically to, to, to expand my field of perception. But I know it's always going to be limited because I know that's just a part of the human psyche. We can't perceive so much information at one time. And if you got hundreds of cars, you're pulling out of a uh, out of a store or parking lot or something, and you got all these cars moving with the light, you can't sit down. Nobody can sit down and identify every color of every car that's riding by, even if it's eight or nine of them. Your brain just can't pick up all the information because you got to be processing what I'm about to do. Do I need to hit my brakes, hit the gas, what colors the light, are there any people in the road? You know what I mean? you are limited by a whole bunch of movement. You know what I mean? So there's just something I want to throw out there to people just to be, just to think of for a minute. Your, what's your distance of awareness? 
your you know, your well, sphere of awareness. Uh, go well, ahead. we're kind of out of touch, though, man. If you think about it, Derek, we're not supposed to be in cities. Man, man was not meant to really be in a city environment. We're supposed to be out in the woods. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be growing food and eating, you know. I, and I think we're not supposed to eat. It's supposed to uh, eat, a, eat a whole lot of meat because um, historically, when I studied a little bit of history, my little tiny bit that I studied, uh, the average person lived longer than the kings and queens did because they ate a lot of meat. We're, we're out of our environment. We're completely out of our environment. The food that we eat has got us disrupted. Our brain patterns are different now than they were before. Um, we're, we're seeing things completely different instead of being out of our environment. All of us that are on this call right now, our ancestors, whether you want to say you're Native American, African, whatever, and even those damn Neanderthals out there are out of their element because we would pick up so much more if we did not come from the city, uh, a city environment. We're, we're, we're in that matrix. I call it the matrix. We're in that little thing where we're seeing what we see. We can't pick up on nothing because we're not out in that environment all the time. If we were out in the woods all the time, we'd pick that deer out. That deer would be no problem to see. We'd track that deer. We'd see things differently. We'd see the snake. You know, you see that copperhead uh, against that tree or over the, over the stump you ain't supposed to be walking across. You see that. You know, you see the dangers. You would feel, you'd have a, more, a better feeling for it. You know what I mean? I, and I, everybody's susceptible to it. You're right. Everything you said is correct because we're not in touch with our environment. We're not meant to be uh, in cities living so close to each other. We're, we're community people, but not like on top of each other. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not we're not really physically active. I mean, if you go around the world, we're the biggest people in the world. You, I've I've talked to several people that have gone to China, uh, Colombia, Brazil. And there's some big people down there, but for most mo- the most part, the people around the world are slim. They're all very slim. You know, you might find some bigger people um, because of their genetic makeup. They're just naturally bigger, big people. But for the most part, we were we're we're wired. We're supposed to be jobs thin. Look at the guys in Special Forces. You ever see a big muscle-bound dude in Special Forces? They're all slim dudes, man. Even the Russians. Uh, when you see those Russian videos of guys, there's a few muscle heads in there. Not really. They're not really muscle heads. Those dudes are thin, agile, wiry. And that's, I think that's the makeup of the human body because if you look, let's look at Africa, all the, all the tribesmen in Africa, you very rarely find some dudes that are overweight. You don't see that a whole lot. Here in America, in Europe, you're going to find that shit. You won't see that in the rest of the world, though. You know, we make fun of them. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't bring this up, but like when we see women from around the world, I mean, that's why African women were so were uh, were taught us so much because they naturally had a big butt. It wasn't weight. Do you know what I'm saying? The rest of the world, they're kind of flat. They they don't have no booties, man. Their body, the makeup, everything is different around the world. I think we, I think that if we were to grow up in an environment where we're out in the woods all the time, we'd see, we'd pick up on all that. We start to see it. We would see things differently, but the way we see things now, you know, that, that's like you said, they accident where you're out in the woods, the deer moved, and you couldn't see it. So, I mean, the camouflage thing, flowers thing is, is, yeah, that's, I think that's correct because I, I thought, you know, we always seen, everybody's always dressed in green and shit, but nature's not really green. It's the, the, your base color wants to be tan or brown. A guy said that. I, I read it a lot of, a lot on of YouTube. Grays, grays are very, grays are gray, brown. Yeah, hard to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, even believe it or not, blue. I think year I told y'all before. Uh, they had some people in uh, those Colombian. Uh, they were showing how the fart used to um, in those rainforests. They'll paint their whole body in like a blue dye. 
And they, you wouldn't see them. You know, like, you know, when that triple canopy jungle, uh, mm-hmm. especially like a lot of Europeans are colorblind. Um, like I remember, I, we talked about that before, but not. I want to go ahead and um, I appreciate that that add on. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's 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 just a reality of uh, just something I you know to throw in there, y'all. Um, just I, it's survival related, so uh, you know, just just yeah. the things to think about. Even when you're thinking about you know how you want to you know lace out your your um, your you know what you want to wear in the field, you know, they might help some brown pants and. Uh, or some gray pants and a, uh, a brown top might be a good way to just standing open. People will see you, especially if it's form fitting too, because form fitting clothes are less seen than um, um, clothes that are baggy. Believe it or not, you know what I mean? Because people, humans, got a certain way of looking at things, and they'll 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 see things. Like a lot of times, people when about you can stand out naked in the field, and by the time somebody realizes you naked. Or even you can throw soldiers out. And, you know, another most soldiers on. Now, not talking about the other team. They can't. They won't want to look at a naked man. You may have an advantage on you. You know what I mean? Because if you look up and see a man who naked, your instinct is to turn away from there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. It just you know just some of the things. But let's go. Did everybody download the uh, land navigation um, 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 presentation? I have to do it by piece, but so when you get on which one you're talking about, I, I can. We're gonna do. We're gonna. There. We're gonna start with the first one, part one. All right. Basically, oh, land navigation. I don't, I don't see it. Uh, it's in the. If if you on, uh, I dropped it in the A page on the. Is the it should be toward the top on the A page, and I put it in the box on the talk show. If you can see the talk show box, I'm not sure if you're on the computer. Um, yeah. It's uh, oh, okay. Okay. With the uh, lensatic compass on it, right? Yeah, it's the the first part part one of PowerPoint presentation. Gotcha, gotcha. So y'all make sure y'all download that and open that up. Uh, let me fl- flip over to um, every list who uh, we got on the call. One thing I don't know if at what point y'all came in. Different people came in on the call, but I do want to make sure um, that everybody start creating a data book. If y'all don't have a data book, that's going to be important uh, for the people coming down. Uh, for the event next week, we're going to be doing some compass and navigation work, and y'all going to see that. Uh, you know, we're going to do some experiments with that so y'all can see them. It's going to be important if you navigate that you got to take notes on, you know, like we talked about last time. You got to know your pace count. You know, you got to know how far you went and then which direction you went. Because if you don't know how far you went and then which direction you went, you know, like if you can't establish legs of travel, then you can't, there's no way you can calculate your point, your your way back to where you came. You know what I mean? You can't find your way out of stuff. So that's going to be important. Uh, with the Google Earth, um, I told you all to download that to your computers. That's a good thing to have. Uh, everybody might have Google Maps, but Google Earth is a little bit different. Um, <clears throat> I want to look at it. Uh, one of the key things, uh, like Brian, you gave me uh, an address, Maryland Avenue. About it, if you um, let's go to Google Earth first, just kind of look at something. Uh-huh. Type in when y'all when y'all open Google Earth, everybody give me a, a open. Just give me an open count. Okay, I'm good. All right, and I'm about to drop. Uh, I'm about to drop this location in the A uh, in the A on the A page. Let me see if it dropped right. Uh, 
that uh, Brian gave us, Maryland Avenue. I want y'all to drop this, uh, Maryland Avenue, Southwest Canton, Ohio. Maryland Avenue, I want y'all to put that in the search link, uh, Maryland Avenue uh, in Southwest Canton, Ohio. Let me see uh, my first time even using this thing. That's okay. That's why we're working with it. No no hurry. Just, you know, so I got to download it? Look like I got to download it. Yeah, generally you do. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and download it. All right, we'll wait for you. I can't get it on mine because I can't download the uh, Google Earth. You can't? Yeah, so I have. You, uh, can you even open it? Um, no, I have to uh, do my code. I can't remember what my code was. I don't get shit on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I got to read no. everything. I know that's bad, but. Oh, fuck it. it is what it is. But what I have, phone you got? I have an uh, iPhone. You gotta, you gotta, uh, I can't remember the damn code, man, because I don't really use it. I don't use it like that. I mean, you know what I mean? Okay, so I have Canton. What I have on here is I find uh, find your declination. So all I put was Canton, Ohio, and it gave me Canton Road, Ohio. That's all I have uh, that right nah, there. Then that won't be for again. Hold on. Let me see if I can use something else. I'm on there. Everybody on there? Okay, we, let's see what we can do with Leon, and uh, we give uh, Antonio a few more seconds to, uh, to uh, get what he needs to get. I'll pull up a different one. Maybe it'll let me put in the exact place. This is right here right quick. <clears throat> this might work here. Hold on. No. looking for right here we're not doing declamation what are we uh we're just going to work with some things on the map uh looking at identifying certain features on the map distance just understanding a little a few things about google earth we still here yeah, we still here. I'm just I'm kind of waiting on uh, what did everybody go to uh, Maryland Avenue? Yeah, I'm yeah, at yeah, I got it. Okay, uh, so y'all should be if y'all looking at the same thing, uh, y'all should be seeing uh, 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 latitude and longitude north forty, uh, west eighty one. Uh, yeah. Y'all should if y'all got a grid overlay on your um, on what your. Was that again? The latitude and longitude should be reading North 40. No, no, the, loca the location. Oh, Maryland Avenue. Maryland Avenue, Southwest, Canton, C-A-N-T-O-N, Ohio. Avenue. Southwest, so, Canton, Ohio. Yes, sir. Okay. 
how do you make the um okay. uh, longitude latitude appear? You know it's not showing it? On the bottom. It should be on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the bottom of the screen, but do y'all see the uh, I got a grid over overlay on mine too. Do y'all did everybody not have a grid overlay? Yeah, mine well I have the um Yeah, you you the, have uh you have to go to view and then click quick grid. And it'll if you go to view and click on grid it'll add it. Yeah. Or control L will also do it for you. You work with it a lot, uh, uh, Brian. Uh, some I I have in the past, yeah. Yeah. Every now, every now and then, yep. I'm trying. I'm doing it on my pad, so I'm trying to figure this out. I we got, just we just gonna go through it like what Brian said. If you looking at, are you in the same area? And let me give you some. If you should be seeing Highway 62 toward the on you know on the, um, that's on the south end. That's on the southern end, yeah. Yeah, and uh, to the to the uh, east, you should see on my screen. Y'all screen may be big. I see Highway uh, Interstate seventy seven. Um, yeah, that's going east. Yeah, and you see a whole bunch of residents. It look like you know residential squares. Um, you know more to the east there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, so everybody kind of looking at the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're gonna go through a couple things on here, like uh, just kind of let's just go up, start up, you know, with the file thing. Looking at Google Earth, you click on file, uh, you you see where you can uh, uh, print portions of the map. You can uh, you know save email. Um, you can also rever- come out of Google Earth and look at it in simply in Google Maps. Um, that's just you know what we have under the file category. We go over to edit. You got you know the basic things: cut, copy, uh, paste, and all that. That's not all that important right now. But we go over to view, where uh, Brian was just speaking on. You know, you got your toolbar. You got your option where you click on and get a toolbar in the left hand corner. I mean, a toolbar across the top. Your sidebar. You know, like we see to the left. Does everybody have a sidebar? The sidebar checked. Yeah. All right. Does everybody have a toolbar checked? Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait. Uh, if you're using the iPad, it might not be the same thing. If you're using what? Um, if if you're using like an iPad or or some kind of um or your phone or something, it might not show up the same as far as the um the top files where it says your file edit view tools all of that. Okay. Okay. Oh, come on. on the PC. And 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 uh, Leon, even if you can just follow us, you know, audibly, even if you can't see what we're doing, and then you can yeah. go back, and uh, when you get on the computer, go back and this is being recorded, so you can go back and um, you know, follow us, you know, on your own time in a sense, but just kind of you know, stay with us orally. I mean, you know, audibly um, at this moment, even if you can't pull it up. Okay. All right. All right, but everybody else good, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, we're just going to go down and look at some of the features before we start doing, you know, some of the other things. But you go you go down, too, you can see view size. Just click on that and see, you know, they got different type of quality, um, 720, 486, all the way up to 128720, 852, 480 uh, DVD. Um, you got show, av- show navigation, uh, automatically, always, compass only, so on and so on. Um, you got your status bar. 
uh, the grid overlay, what what Brian was talking about, where we just click. If you click off a grid overlay, it'll take your co you know, latitude and longitudes off. Uh, you want to put them back on, just go back to view and, you know, hit it, and it'll give you your lats and longitudes uh, in those particular areas. And it'll give you your full latitude and longitude also instead of just kind of giving you the first two digits that uh, we were looking at. Um, going on down, you got a, a scale legend. Let's see if you click on that. No. You got your legend. Down. If you look down, like uh, uh, Jermaine was saying, you look down in the bottom um, bottom right corner or, the you know, uh, in the bottom right quarter, corner of your um, – your visible map there, uh, you'll also find your latitude and longitude down there. You see it's at the very bottom. And you also have your elevation and uh, how how high above, you know, what the picture, the view that you're getting is from an elevation of 1,000 feet. Um, I mean, the, the the elevation view, and then you got eye altitude, uh, 11,416. Now, as you expand, if y'all go, like, click out of view and just go over to, uh, if you arrow, put your, your hand or the cursor up toward the top right-hand corner near, like, where you see 77, you'll start seeing north. You'll see little, you know, circles pop up. You'll see a man up there uh, that'll take you down to a street view. Like, if you pick, you know, y'all know, everybody familiar with that? You click on him, and it'll take you down to where you can see what it looks like from a street view. Yeah. And that's if it has a street view available. Some places don't really have it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, if there's a, you know, if it's somewhere that they've mapped where they've driven a little car with the Google car and they mapped it, then you you can get a street view. You won't always be able to get a street view, especially if you're out in some rural areas. But if you go down to the plus and minus bar that's right below the little man, as you see, as you, like, if you hit plus, your elevation change. If you go down and look at the bottom, like you're looking at that bottom uh, legend down in the right-hand corner, you'll see as you close in, your altitude, uh, your altitude changes, your elevation changes. So as you know, as you closing in on a target, you know your elevation getting close. As you pan out, elevation is getting you know getting higher. Um, so that's just something, just kind of let you know. It even it gives you information of you know your latitude, your longitude, and your elevation. Uh, in, in for the view that you're looking at. So those things, just little things that can help. And if you click on a certain spot and double-click on the course, it'll bring you to that point. Um, one of the things, and let's kind of close in on the map just a little bit to you, let's see, just to where Highway 77 disappears. From looking at this, this map, y'all tell me, tell me what y'all see in this area. If you were looking down at a map like this, what are some of the things you can identify just from, you know, from uh, from this elevation? What do you see? What is the map telling you about this area that you're looking at? Uh, it's like that's a residential. Mostly residential. Residential, yeah. yeah. What else? What are you seeing? Where are the, where are the stores? Cool. Are, where are the track oh. field and the baseball field. Maybe not track. Maybe it's a football field. Um, manufacturing of some sort or distribution. Like a, yeah, yeah. I see a stockpile. There's some distribution. There's a college. Uh, where you yeah, see the college? Yeah. Where you see the college at, uh, Lehigh? No, no, that's not The college is near the uh, Stern Community Center, uh, and the stock, which is not far from the stockpile. Mm -hmm. Oh, you see it? Are you are you you got uh, you got you got your places label like on the on the layers? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the, the the college academy is if you see the stockpile or you know it, it's that open green there. You got two circles. You got two. It, it should be the one on your uh, right hand side. Mm-hmm. It's like two circles. It look like a field. The uh, the the college is the one on your left hand side, upper left, and the uh, community center would be on the right, which is closer to the two circles. And the stockpile would be on the bottom of those two circles in that field. It's it's right on the corner of. Navarre I see, I see the. I, I, I turned on my places, and, and is everybody seeing what? What? Um, not to interrupt you, um, um, Antonio. Is everybody seeing what Antonio talking about? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Antonio. I, I got you. No, I was just telling you where it was. You were asking where it was. I yeah. I don't see the college, but I see the stockpile, and I see the uh, community center. All right, the, the college is uh, next to the community center on the left. What do y'all, oh, okay. y'all y'all losing me with something? What are y'all what is a, what are y'all referring to when y'all say a stockpile? Okay, let me let me let me no. slow y'all down a little bit. Listen, so on your screen you're gonna see Highway Thirty. Which right? which highway which highway? Um, it's Route Thirty. So if you're if you're if you're all of your um if you're on your grid you can see streets you'll see Navarre Road Southwest. Uh huh. If you follow Navarre Road Southwest oh, 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 to your right, okay. there's a uh, in that big field there's a, a group of buildings there and then there should be a little square and if you touch that square it will say stockpile and that's right above thirty. Okay, give me a give me a second. Um, I know I know what the problem is too. Like uh, I think some of our different screen sizes because I see where you I see where uh, Navarre Road is southwest. Now give right. me, give me, give, me, give me your information again. What were you saying? Okay, so if you see Navarre Road, you're gonna uh-huh. follow it. You're gonna follow Navarre Road to your right, and then you're going to come across the field where you see two baseball fields. Okay, yeah. To the right of that is a group of buildings. They should be gray and then, you know, just a group of buildings. And right over, right in that in that group of buildings to the left should be a box. If you put your arrow on it, it should say stockpile. Now, if you zoom in, it might just, it might just pop up as stockpile, but Right now I'm zoomed out, so I have to put my arrow on it. See, that's interesting because uh, mine. Uh, I'm 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 listening listening to y'all because uh, over here uh, over here I'll put it in the chat uh, on on uh, the A page. I think we're looking at the same thing. I'm just mine. Is, okay, yeah, mine is not real. I'm trying to see why mine not saying stockpile. I see you, Brian. Um, I see. So uh, go back to your late your layers box. Okay, I see it. I got it. Okay, and you, when I thought y'all was saying to the east, I saw it was like those containers and stuff right there to the east of uh, those two uh, baseball fields. But y'all talking about in the same? I see the stockpile now is right here. In the, right, it's in the same yeah. green field there. It's just on. It's to the right of the baseball fields. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were saying stockpile, I thought, I thought, to be honest, I thought you were re- referencing something that I wasn't familiar with. I see the thing, the building, the little, you know, like the little uh, place identification thing says it's the stockpile. But I was right. wondering when you're talking about something I wasn't familiar with. You know, like that's why, I, like, what is a stockpile? What were you well, referring? Yeah, I, I thought the same thing, and then when I ran across it, I was like, oh, he's talking about this particular building area. Okay. Let's look at um, let's look at um, everybody for me how to measure on uh, how to take measurements on um, on uh, Google Earth. That's one of the most essential things that I use it for generally. Uh, go down to let's see a point that we can measure. Let's let's see if we can do something interesting with this. Y'all give me one second. Excuse me, y'all. This is Shanita. Um, I'm going to have to close out on y'all. That's fine. So I hope y'all have a good night. You too. All right. You too. Thanks, Shanita. Thanks. Peace out. So in order to measure, you, you hit the ruler, right? Yep. And then when you go up and click on the ruler at the very top, you can go to map. Limb. You can you can uh, change how you want to do your measurements. If you click on the... um. The little box there. See how it's centimeter, meters, kilometers, inches, feet, yards, nautical miles, and so on. All right, all right. Now, what's the what's the distance if we were trying to go from the stockpile and we uh, were trying to we got all trapped over there? We're trying to get from the stockpile uh, back down the barn going west on uh what is that Navarre Road southwest? Right. On a point. Somebody give somebody calculate y'all uh, calculate from the stockpile back up to there's a school if you if you follow uh, I'll give you the um, the latitude uh, your your longitude and latitude go over to west 81 degrees 26 feet 34 seconds 34 minutes there's a school north of there west 81 degrees 26 feet 34 minutes. Eight seconds, and go north of there. There's there's a uh, some kind of uh, stadium there, and we're trying to get from the stockpile uh, to that stadium. What's the best route, and what's the distance? Uh, hey, what, stockpile. Oh, are you talking about? Uh, okay. We're trying to get there by foot. Okay. Okay. So you're saying we're coming from the stockpile to the what? To the stadium? There's a stadium to your west. And the um if you go if you look at your, your coordinates, it's at uh it's north of west eighty one degrees, twenty six minutes uh twenty six thirty four point oh eight. If you got your grid on you still should be if you got your grid view on you should you should kind of find out where you see where the school is. And what was the, uh, he says west of it? Yeah, it's west of the stockpile, west of the stockpile. It's a stadium in the northwest corner, uh, going north and, um, 
Go from west and north, you'll see that stadium. It's a blue. It's a. It looks from the from the image. You gotta be on school because I mean the way it looks, it's a school or another field because they got a, another baseball field and there's a blue stadium with a green with a green uh, you know green turf. Go west from the. If, and what do y'all need to do if you want to see it first? Expand out your uh, expand out your view first, right? Mark your mark your point at the stockpile. Oh. Oh, yeah. Are we going to the front of this building or to or or anywhere near it? That's anywhere near it. We're trying to get there because that's our next next rally point. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I know okay. what you're talking about. Go west from the yeah. stockpile. I mean, go west from the stockpile, then uh, a couple of hundred yards north. Right, 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 right. That's on, uh, okay. Chris, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I got what you're talking about right here. Yeah, yeah. by Perry, uh, um, not far from Perry Drive, it's on 13th Street Southwest. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. So you want to know what I got in feet? I want to know. I mean, what 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 unit should you use? You think? And we trying to we trying to figure out. We we got a rally from this point. We met up at the stockpile, and we just had a conflict there. We got to move from the stockpile to the next rally point. Uh, Brian told us to meet him over at the stadium. Say we moving by feet, about uh, we we moving not we moving by foot. We are not in a vehicle, but I want to know. Just it don't matter if we in a vehicle or not. But we I just want to know the distance from. I want to know what route to take, and what distance. How long how long is that distance from the stockpile? What's the best most efficient route from the stockpile? And not going up using the computer search, but I want y'all to use the ruler feature. You know what I mean? To you know just give me you know uh, north, west, south, east. We going you know we basically know we going north. I mean we going west and we going north. But I want to know you know give me some legs. Give me some legs from uh, okay. We're at the Star Power. We need to go um, north to Maryland Avenue. What's the distance from the Star Power to Maryland Avenue? They got to be a couple hundred yards. You know, tell me two right. or three hundred yards to Maryland Avenue. Then we go uh, west on Maryland Avenue. How far? You see what I'm saying? That's kind of like an easy, straight shot almost here, true. Right. right. But we're trying so, to get you used to using the, the ruler feature and calculating the distance. Gotcha. So I'm calculating. You want to know my calculation? Yeah, I want to know everybody's calculation, see what they, you know, if everybody kind of, everybody should be slightly different because everybody's going to click on the stockpile in a slightly different. Um, right. So um, from the stockpile right in the middle of that parking lot to the back of the stadium building, um, I'm getting. Give me, give me, give me legs. Give me legs first. I'm sorry. So I need. It should be two legs if you're just doing a straight, you know, L-shaped uh, pattern to get there. If you, you know, you you understand what I'm saying? I want the distance from the stockpile to the first street that you're going to, and then the distance from that street to the to the stadium. Gotcha. All right, so I'm getting 528 feet to, which is Dalton Place Southwest. 
and then from there to okay, now it's acting crazy to Maryland Avenue, which is uh, that's uh, another 591 feet. So in total, about 1100 1, feet across to Dalton Place. And from Dalton Place, we got three streets till we hit Maryland Avenue. Okay. What uh, what everybody else got? Which way y'all took? I don't even have that ruler, so I can't tell you. Oh, you don't have it on your phone on 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 the thing um, <laughs> on my pad. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, sure. I don't. have it. Uh, is that uh, and that that's what we're doing is too, uh, uh, Antonio. Look on your phone and see if there's any way you can find. <laughs> Like if you can right click on your on your screen and see if you can open up a measure uh, where it says measure. Look and see if there's any way you can find you know a measurement feature on your on yeah, your that's, phone. That's what I've been doing the whole time. You don't have you don't have the file edit and all that kind of stuff, right? You don't have the uh, no. Okay. Uh, does it, uh, okay. Let me. Does does it have on the bottom of your screen, like you know, like regular um, map legends where it has a Oh, um, it'll tell you the distance. It'll give you a line, and it'll say, no. you know, no. Okay. Mm-mm. I'm trying to find y'all on that stockpile. Is that on uh, Harrison Avenue? Okay, so the stockpile Where, is, is if you, you can you see Navarre Road? Hold on, I gotta zoom in here. N a v a r r e. Yeah. Okay. Southwest, right? Yeah. Right, so if you see Navarre Road, the stockpile is actually on Navarre Road. You will, if you were going to the right, if you're going east on Navarre Road, you're gonna pass a large building on your left. I'm, I'm talking to you as if we walk in there. On your left and behind that building is two baseball fields. You're gonna go past that, and the next section, the next big field has a. It looks like a racetrack. And two more baseball fields. Let me. That's, it's right at the. Is I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Something else might want to help. It's right at the intersection, of kind of like uh, it's it's a little bit north of Navarro and Clarendon Avenue Southwest. Okay. If you look at that, like in the very east, very you know, bottom right corner of your of your screen. I don't know how big your screen is, so I don't know if it's necessarily the bottom right corner, and I don't know your elevation. Um, right. Um, my elevation is, you know, 1,066 feet. But if you look at Clarendon Avenue and Navarre Road, if you go north of that and a little bit west, you'll see, like, what he was talking about, the the, the baseball fields and that little uh, industrial type uh, structure right there that's that's considered, that's the stockpile. It's a, a series of buildings that look like large... Um, uh, yeah. Uh, they got one little blue kind of something look rounded, like it has a rounded roof right there, kind of at the very top end of the stockpile. Just below those two right. uh, brown, um, like, teardrop baseball field um, looking thing. You know, with a baseball field. Is that like when it, it bends off to the right? Uh, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you click, and here's, here's something that'll help you. If you go on Google Earth, if you got places over there in your in your sidebar, um, it'll have a thing like I had my places wasn't clicked. So when he said uh, stockpile too, I didn't 
the little the little squares that are showing me, hey, this place has a name. But those little squares, those little like they tan on my computer. Is everybody is it the same color on everybody else's thing? Little tan squares, like a square within a square. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah, right if you click on them or arrow over them, you'll see a name of the place. But it's right at Clarendon Avenue, right above the highway, right above 30 and Navarre Road at Clarendon Avenue. Um, if you zoom in a little bit, you should, do you have your, um, once again, I mean, if you go to your your layers, you should have your um, roads uh, checked. I have. Borders, uh, road. I don't have Google Earth. I'm using the map. So I'm doing it a little bit different. It's kind of like Google Earth, but I went to the uh, satellite view. So okay. that's how I found the far road. What's the next nearest intersection besides the Clarendon Avenue or whatever? Um, look for the big baseball field. That's the best thing that can help you. It's in the southwest corner from what we're looking at. Right. Um, four of them. Look for four baseball fields. You know, they got the green grass and the brown, the little brown teardrops uh, for the mound. Are you using the iPad? Yeah, I'm using the iPhone. Let me, you let, me see, go, let me let me go see if my phone or my what you seeing. Hold on for a second. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm looking at 21st Street, then below that's 23rd. Look at look at the highways. Look at the highways, and look at the yeah. the, the the southeast corner on on the highways. Over where 62 is. You see where uh, uh Highway 62 is. Yes, on on the south. It should be south of your screen. Navarro Highway 62. Are your roads labeled? First of all, let's find. Are your roads labeled? Not everything's labeled. I got to zoom in for it. I see Highway 30 over there by Maryland Avenue. Okay, above that, above that um, symbol for Route 30 is uh-huh. is the group of buildings that we're talking about. Directly above it. From Maryland Avenue. Gotcha. Maryland Avenue Maryland. Southwest. I don't have an address, but I got Maryland. This is where it has placed me at. So it's kind of like okay. If, if you see Maryland Avenue, and you go and and you go to to the east, you should see the baseball field. If you zoom out, you should see those baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got looks like a baseball, two baseball fields, and like a soccer field, a football field with a track. Yeah, and. Yeah, right. and and south of that, you should see some a series of uh, rectangular buildings. That's the stockpile. They all kind of one, two, three, four of them at the in the four, and then it's two like some shorter ones to the right of it. It's a yeah. big, you know, it's right below yeah, the, uh, the the baseball field. That's the stockpile. All right, Clarendon Avenue. I got it right here. I see you. I'm I'm with you. All right, go ahead. Uh, now you got to calculate a pair from the stockpile. And this might be difficult for you on your thing that you're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, from stockpile back over going west, there's another baseball field with a stadium to your west. And I'll let you arrow over to find that. But to your west, there's I another. Uh, you see it? Mm-hmm. Now calculate me a distance. I, this should be this. The simplest thing should be two legs. Uh, and when I mean legs, there's two. You know, like two paths. You gotta come out of stockpile one way or the other. Even if you come straight going straight west from the stockpile toward that direction, you're going to be crossing through residential neighborhoods, right. like some stores or warehouses or something like that. That right. probably won't be the best route. Um, mm. If you take the road, you know, you can 
you could take the highway, but that seemed like that's extending the distance, correct? If you take Casp, uh, what is this, uh, Navarre Road. If, um, I, if I'm driving, yeah, it'd take a while. If I'm walking, I'd cut across all that. Right. That's what I Even saying. if you walk in, calculate your distance. But if you cut across, if you, if you, if you, any, anytime you're not on a level surface, you increase your distance. Right. This seems I to be level so right here. This right here. Like I we think know the level. road's going to be pretty much level. You know what I mean? They're going to yeah. be more level than going over terrain. Like even if you're going west right there, it's like a little park or a trail somewhere between right. a small uh, residential area on 14th Street and uh, these little. Uh, look like stores or something right there to the uh, west of them. You can see like a trail, dirt path, and you can tell the way that ground sink that there's some, there's some depressions there. Mm-hmm. But the point of everybody else on the call, what y'all got? What distances do y'all have? What y'all route of travel? And, and what distance do y'all have? I'm going to say it's about a mile, maybe a mile and a half, and I would cut through these little neighborhoods of trees. Am I, am I using concealment? I'm a I want you to know I, the, the point, the the purpose of it is to calculate distance, direction. Okay, I can't do that. I'm looking for if Brian is trying to, yeah. if Brian is telling y'all the same thing I'm telling y'all, we need to go pick up Brian. And Brian yeah. is telling y'all on the radio, uh, y'all told him where y'all at, and he's telling y'all, I'm west of your position. You know what I mean? And he got to give you, y'all Brian, y'all got to give, uh, you know, some, y'all looking at y'all map, let's say you're looking at it on your thing, and you're trying to tell him how to get there. You need to give him direction and distance to get from the stockpile to that school. Let's just call it the schoolyard, wherever that stadium is. If you go up to your – and what we're trying to do is learn how to use – the one of the points we're trying to learn how to use Google, um, not that we don't know how to use it, but just try to make it, our, our, our use of it more efficient. Right. Canton looks busy. Like I said, I got, uh, I mean, if, if we're going straight through, it's about 500 feet. Mario. About 1,000 feet. About a, if, you, if I go to the main street and go and work towards Marathon Avenue. Hold on one second, y'all. Mari, stop that. <laughs> Let me tell y'all what I got, and then y'all tell me for the people on the call. Let me go look on a thing, too, so in case somebody types in something, I don't want to miss it. Um, what I'm looking at from, from my calculations on Google Earth is 1.86 miles from, uh, if I go, this is my first, I will go uh, north from the stockpile, walk through that field, up past the, um, the baseball, uh, you know, the little baseball mounds. I walk up to Maryland Avenue. From where I'm calculating, where I got my pointer at in the stockpile up to Maryland Avenue is 283 yards. So I know I got to travel 283 yards to Maryland Avenue. Then when I get to Maryland Avenue, I'm going to go west on Maryland Avenue, which is the straightest straightest shot to the stadium. And from where I'm calculating, where I entered the road into the dead center of the stadium is 1.86 miles. So I got to go 1.86 miles plus 200. Um, 230, 200 and, uh, turn the light back on, please. 283 yards. Hey, that's yeah. actually, you're, actually going, you're actually going up to 13th Street, but I think because uh, you have it on, uh, we, we have Maryland Avenue as the uh, as our starting point, it, it overlays it on the image, but 
that street right there is actually 13th Street that you uh, go north to and then travel west. Okay, let me see. I'm, I'm zooming in, Brian. Thank you for that. I see it. Um, I see it. Okay. Okay, you're right, so Brian. You're something. So wait a minute. This is um because my thing is is saying it's um Maryland Avenue. So because going north from put, stop. That's ahead, where you put your. That's where you put your initial. That's where we uh your initial pointer right was on Maryland Avenue. Gotcha. And actually, yeah. So the way it pointed, it actually drops the pointer on the corner of a uh, Maryland Avenue and Thirteenth Street. You right. you're exactly right. I, it, it's saying thirteen now. When I zoomed in, it said thirteen, and that's something like you know, even with me right there, that's something we got to be aware of when we write down our directions. Because had he not informed me that, you know, I probably would have zoomed in. Cause a lot of time when I'm doing this stuff, I look at it over and over and in depth. But if you know that's something that we can make a mistake when we're looking at the map. If it's not, if we not, it's best I would always zoom in because we did say that as a pointer. Maryland Avenue is actually going north and south, and 13th Street is going east and west. And I got you. Appreciate that, Brian. Did, y'all calculate, yeah. did anybody calculate a different path and get a different measurement? That's what I'm trying to find out. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I misunderstood this this whole the stadium. What the hell? I see the stadium right here on my phone. I can see the stadium. I just can't calculate the distance for it, but I can tell you. I can verbally tell you shit. Okay, on the people who got maps, on, on on the people like you, Antonio, who don't have a ruler, you don't have an active ruler, ruler uh, in the legend, does it have like the little, uh, like all maps do have like the little distance thing, like telling you zero to 500 yards or, you know, 1,000 feet? Do you see that? I, I just got off a map. It was the black, the, the, it, it it was a colorless map. It had a ruler on it. I kept hitting it, trying to go to that location. It wouldn't. It just basically bounced around and gave me distances, but it just didn't. It, I, I couldn't scroll over to the uh, stadium. And then somehow I ended up back at the original Google's map. So, shit. I don't know. It gave, it gave me. I'm, I'm trying to figure this thing out. Well, it's something, y'all, we're going to, I think, you know, and it, it ain't no problem. We have a problem tonight, but at least, you know, even in having a problem, y'all should be learning something that, you know, is this, this you know, we we don't, we're looking at an urban environment right now, but I use it, I use this a lot of time when I'm going to Arabia Mountain and I'm going to do a navigation class with people, I go on and, you know, like I could, I could go to the U.S. Uh, 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 site and download a topo map, but a lot of time I go to Google Earth and I take a real-time picture like this and I print it out. And I, I shoot my points, like my legs, from one point to another point. I make copies for everybody. And we'll gotcha. go out there and, 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 and um, use the degrees to get the different points on the, you know, on the mountain. So you, it's a very useful tool in that it's giving you real-world information. And it'll, it'll behoove you, like right now, part of y'all survival planning. I don't know where you live in this area, Brian, but you should kind of, if you take the time to look at sometimes it's good to go look at these maps and see what's where. Even if shit hit the fan, how far am I from the local pharmacy? If they haven't, if there's problems here and there, how far am I from downtown? How far am I from the hospital? If I had to go by, you know, you can plot routes. Yeah. I mean, it's free information that you can be using now to build your your movement, um, uh, your routes. Uh-huh. Even if even if you're moving out of the town, what little streets can I take? All these little routes I could be plotting out and knowing, you know, what I got to face, you know, and what I got to go through. And even like... Um, 
kind of like what you were saying, like if we go back, I'm down to my elevation now is 1091, and I'm passing over, I'm going back from the stadium back toward the stockpile, and I'm on, uh, I'm looking at Whipple Avenue there where these four large, is uh, three like blue um, industrial buildings and one gray one, and there's a lake or some type of little body of water, and um, there's a lake right there. If you start right. trying to cut, if you start like if you live in the stockpile, you cut through the residential neighborhood. Uh, even if it's a, if you calculate a straight line on the map, uh, and you're going through these different areas, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna test it out. You're gonna have an actual different distance when you're traveling over land and pass through people's houses. And when you get over here, let me see the name of the street. The street I'm talking about is uh, Linwood Avenue. If you fa- follow Highway, I mean, um, uh, uh, 13th Street over to Linwood Avenue, which is uh, running north and south. It, it's really just running south. It's not running north. Uh, it's running south before you get to, like, uh, you can, it's an easy mark because you can see a little rectangular field here. It look like, you know, it got some kind of paths on it where people have been driving down or dirt biking or something. Um, right there, Linwood Avenue, uh, right before you get to Raft Road, where the road kind of curves, 297 is, and it curves. Um, that little area right there, it ain't no huge depression, but, you know, that could be flooded depending on the time of day and the weather because it looked like that's a little uh, flood zone right there. Uh, right in the right. middle of there, you can tell the way the ground is and the way the you see, you don't see much vegetation. There. And that's another thing when you're looking at areas that look kind of like, I call it, um, um, like spotty, like little spots. You can the grass looks a certain way when when there's a certain amount of water flow in the area over over time, and you won't find many trees and stuff like that. That's something to to note. Um, but when you go across those terrains, even like right here with this warehouse, which I know about most warehouses when they build them up. Anytime a warehouse is near like a, a, a field and stuff, y'all notice how they always build up retaining walls and stuff like that. You can't see that looking at the map, but you may have a retaining wall, or you may have like that little area right there that seems level with it may not be level with it. Right. And that's going to increase your your that could that could complicate your travel. But at the same time, at the same time, it's important to note that in a shit hit the fan situation, we might not want to be on no roads. Correct. No roads. No roads. You know what I mean? Then we had, and then we still got to be careful. We have to hand, hand, they call it handrailing, just like you do in the field. You have to kind of handrail the the roads. You can stay near them, within sight of them, so you can stay on path. But you got to be careful in the, in the advanced situation. You got to be careful, period. Because um, if you don't know the neighborhood, you don't know what traps you can get in trying to cut through people's yards. And if you cut through people's yards, they 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 may cause paranoid people to engage you with firearms. You know what I'm saying? And you just and we saw that happen in Katrina, right? It ain't really yeah. safe on walking in the street, and it ain't safe walking through people's yards. So cutting through back through people's yard, they may be good people, but they see you back, they might think you're a looter, rider, or somebody trying to break in, and they start gunning at you. When you're walking down the road, you got to keep your space, and they have some plans where people come running down the street and they're trying to get at you. That you know, you had to kind of calculate some some. Uh, that's when tactical movement and tactical 
understanding may come into play in a situation where you didn't want to have to live like that, but you got to start doing some tactical stuff now because you got some people riding down the road in the, you know, in Jeeps and stuff trying to engage. But I think if, if it's regular people, if you show power, they'll show power. But at the same time, like during Katrina, you had a lot of uh, guys that were deputized that were running around doing all kind of shit. And when it comes to you or them, you know, I say dust them off and keep moving. And that's when it's a good idea, too. One of the things, like, even right now, just stepping off subject a little bit, it's important that we always have uh, cameras as a people so we can have our case, if we decide to even take it that far, so we can show exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. We don't let them. If they don't, the people got cameras and, 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 and stuff like that. That's a that's an important part of a, uh, a shit fan, uh, I think, like, to get them GoPros and, like, uh, there was a guy in Atlanta, he got real popular. He was a security guard down here. He used to have a GoPro attached to his uh, his little vest. and So he already had evidence of every encounter that he had. You know what I mean? People roll up. Even in shit, the fan situation, you want, you might want to have records of the people you popped because you want to show that, hey, man, they came, they were being aggressive against us. We tried to go about our business. They engaged us. We, we dropped them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pick up your cases and clean up your work. You know what I mean? Still. Indeed. <laughs> pick up the cases. But y'all need, if y'all are going through the roads, y'all need a plan. If it's a five of us, we going down the road, and we in these little air with these houses, I'm not sure about the neighborhood, we got to have a plan where a couple of us got to step up. Somebody got to be prepared to gauge the people coming up front. We ain't going to just be standing in the road and let them ride up on us. You know what I mean? But at the same time, we gotta we gotta work out speaking in this speaking of navigation. We gotta work out four corners. You know, if it's four of us or five of us, then we got our front man, then we got our east and west man, and our you know our north. Our, if it's four, we got our east, west, south, and north man. Because even if somebody holding the guys down, keeping a you know keeping a gun on the people on the road who coming from let's say they coming from from the west on 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 Thirteenth Street, and we going we going uh, west and they coming from the west. We run into them right there in Maryland Avenue. We got to have people watching those houses, too. You got to control your sector because I don't know if it's some so-called good Americans going to come out the house and try to engage us just because we out there. So we can't just be looking at a threat in front of us. We got to always be prepared to engage threats at 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. You're just saying walking in a diamond. You talking about a diamond formation going down there off off the road or on the road? We talking about hand, we talking about handrailing the road. We stand in the road right. and we going forward. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Right. We, you know, we we it ain't got to necessarily be a diamond formation because we don't want to block the road. You know, we don't want to. You know, we 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 going down it. And if if we find a threat, then we go into formation when the threat surfaces. You know what I mean? Because even in shit, the fan situation, you want to. We need to be able to. Um, we need to be able to. Uh, uh, we need to be able to protect ourselves in case law and order come back too. So even right. in the way we we carry, we, you know, anybody could just be walking down the road. We stand in the street. We're not in people's yard. They don't have no reason to come out and uh, accost us. If they come mm-hmm. out and we're not in their yard, then they become a you know they become a threat. Mm-hmm. And then we let them know that you know what I mean. We're not in your yard. You coming out here? We engaging you. If you try to engage us, we want to engage you. Even because I'm saying, even if we got a road threat, we can't forget about the, you know, the uh, the north and south threat. See, we going down to 13th Street. Right. Mm-hmm. Just throwing some tactical in on 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 the um, the. Uh, I got you. I got y'all, y'all feel me? You got to see. Yeah, yeah, be yeah, yeah. Would it? Would it? Now, see, uh, I'm I'm seeing 
just to add on to what you're saying, like, because 13 looks like a major thoroughfare. Yes, it's busy. That's a busy road. Yeah, yeah, we probably we probably wouldn't take that, and see that's why we gotta have and and, and go ahead with your point though before I before I speak on it. No, no, I think no, I know no, what you're doing. Adding but. on to my point, but you know when when you start talking, you know I'm not great at tactics, but you know when you saw this when you mentioned 13th Street, I'm thinking we need to do these side streets instead. <laughs> but then you know what, contrary, you know what, 13th Street might be your best street. Unless, I'm going to tell you where to really be a problem. Either which way we go is going to be a problem. And to right. think about it, and it, it, it can't say the side streets or the, or the main streets to be better. The side streets may have more itchy neighbors and, and threats True. that we can't see coming out of buildings. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. The main street, in this case, is the shortest distance. So if we're going to face threats, we want to face them for the shortest period of time possible. You see what I'm saying? We want to book on down this road, and then people, see, if we get it caught on one of those side streets, let's say we went um, either way on Maryland crossing, anytime we come to an intersection, that's a four-way point that we could be attacked. But if right. we're on the main street, uh, most people probably, a lot of people, even if they're trying to do something dirty, they're going to try to, they like to do it in, in, in corners. You know what I mean? Spiders hide in corners, right? So I always remember that. Sometimes you're in the open, not that there's no safety in the open. If you're in the open, it just kind of gives you, in certain situations, you're not really in the open because we can always, if somebody starts taking us on a sniper fire, we can move toward the nearest house, and then we'll just have to take that bitch by force. You know what right. I mean? Not so much go up in the house, but we got to watch, you know, watch the windows and, and try to find out where that fire coming from or take a different path. If the residents start shooting out the window with us, then we got to engage their ass. But the best thing to do is to have, like, still, like, our Millennium's cops got prosecuted after the thing in Katrina. Right. They they killed mm-hmm. people, on them black folk on the highway, and they still suck and come back and bite you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, the way we wouldn't want to have to move in this, and this is why I was trying to tell people, too, the importance of having, if we had to move, and it's just a civilian situation where we don't have military rolling around. If we got military rolling around, that's a real problem. You got police rolling around, that's a real problem, because in uh declared emergency, you can't be out with firearms. You right. know what I'm saying? So you got to make some decisions. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do is to try to avoid them. But if you, you know, I can't tell y'all, I ain't saying I'm never telling you to engage the police. You got to really be able to make some decisions and clean up your work if you, if things get real ugly. Because at the same time, they get the right to kill you with impunity. But if you got some cameras on you, you know what I mean? And, right. you know, you got people, you know, it's different ways you got to play that. That's why sometimes night movements might be the best movements. Or just getting to where you need to get to before all that shit translate would be the best move. As y'all see, it's nothing but hazards, especially in an environment like this, it's nothing but hazards. Threats can come from every different direction. Right. Well, the question would be then, well, what, what should, if, if something like that happened and you got to get to you gonna what's your time frame? That's uh, something you're going to have to determine. You're going to have to determine that by, based on what happens and, and where it's happening at. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be honest, because you don't, there's too many variables as to what could happen. Yeah. I use a 72-hour rule. If you think if something big, like really, really big happens, I use a 72-hour rule. And that's what I think that's what you're going to have. Because they're not going to be able to mobilize. I don't think they're going to mobilize as quick. It'll, it'll mobilize slowly. You somebody get around. But in about three, four days, that's when the shutdown comes. That's when all those guys are going to come out with all their gear and all the equipment and uh, the MRAPs, the Humvees, the shit, shutting shit down. 
Well, well the is, thing about, at the same time, what's what's can be positive about that? If it's a situation where the where the forces where U.S. forces can 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 deploy, whether it's police or military, then it probably ain't truly shit hit the fan. You know what I mean? Right. It's a it's it's a it's a civil this it's a civil disorder situation. So really, you ain't really to be honest. Uh, major movements wouldn't be something that you know. I'm not paranoid. If the government is still intact, where they can operate like that, then the situation really ain't that critical. You know what I mean? In that case, though, if they start trying to round go to door to door and confiscate arms and weapons, and that's the issue where cash having caches and stuff like that may come into play. You know what I mean? If you live in a restrictive area, you know what I mean, like New Jersey, New York, some of the places up there, you know, they probably can. You know, it'll be easy to cordon off these blocks and work them. You know what I mean? Nah. Uh, yeah. Clear all these houses. I could, you know, if I had, if I was a military force, I could clear these areas out. It's still gonna take some time. And look at all these houses. That's thousands and thousands of houses. That's a lot of residents to deal with. That's a lot of people. Sure. If something go bad, and all those people got to get on foot, and we calculating two, three people per house. That's a lot of damn houses in that little. Um, I don't know what the population count on in there, right in this little area right here, but it's significant. Yeah. You ain't yeah. got enough ammo to engage all of them. Find a way to hide amongst the sheep. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was debating about uh, what kind of backpack I take, because I don't want to get nothing. I'm in more of a city environment, man. I got to look like I'm the city environment. You know, I, my bug out, bug out to me is almost in this area. It's kind of, it ha- it's got to be a color that's going to be conducive to both areas. So, yeah, anyway, that's another subject. But, yeah, back to what we are talking about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I want to get Where's the hospital there. at, y'all? Where's the hospital? That's too fun. Somebody find me a hospital. <laughs> oh, I guess that's not to me, right? <laughs> you know where that is? I mean, I know you know. I already found it. I just, uh, just zoomed out and found it. How many hospitals in the area, Brian? There's, uh, it depends on wh- wh- what kind of radius you're talking about, but within like five miles, there's at least two. Okay. And uh, a couple of, if you, if you go a little bit further, there's a couple of urgent care places and stuff. So. What's the best hospital in the area? What'd you say? What's the best hospital in the area? Um, I'd probably say, um, well, Altman. Um, that was that one's the one that well that that one's the one that's on Tuscarawas, but then the other one uh, I forget what it's, I think it's I forget what the name of it is, but it's actually uh off of seventy seven and um, forget what the cross street is, but that's another that's the other hospital that's they're both like within five miles. Okay, I was about to ask you how far from you. What's their capacity? Uh, that I don't know actually. Stuff like that, man. How many pharmacies in your area? Quite a few. There's at least there's at least three within like one or two miles. Actually, what's the largest, what's the largest pharmacy? Um, the largest. Um, I think they're pretty much all the same size. I mean, there's Walmart. Rite Aid, Giant Eagle, there's a uh, a local pharmacy, I forget the name of that one, and then there's, uh, 
I think what is that? CS. So yeah, Jermaine, just a, a quick question, a little bit off, a little bit off topic. We go into the farm. So what do you need? And she hit the fan. What's it? What, what are we looking for? Um. I'm looking for um actual. I mean, you, you're talking about from my point of view, or just yeah, I'm talking about with your point of view for a survival. You're EMT. What would people be? You know, what would be good to get? if it's shit the fan? I mean, it's total, total shutdown. The whole area being told to be evacuated. Okay. Pulling the store, um, whatever bills, cigarettes, and everything else. What you getting from right. the farms? What should people be looking for? I'm getting anything, anything that'll uh, cure anaphylaxis. If they got lactated ringers, I'm grabbing ringers. I'm grabbing uh, atropine, anything that can, uh, you know, stop the methyl ethyl bullshit. Cause you know they dropping gases, then you you know you might have to pop some test. Say explain that again. I missed something. I heard you say methyl ethyl. Okay, so you know. Um, on my job, we, we have this thing where we call it methyl ethyl, you know, bullshit. Uh, basically, uh, most most uh, countries have some sort of chemical weapon that they might use on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we what we store for things like that is um, atropine. So if yeah. one of my guys gets smacked down with some kind of chemical warfare agent or Anything that might debilitate them, we pop them with atropine because it'll, you know, it gives them an adrenaline boost and keeps them from um, deteriorating really fast. Atropine um, is for nerve agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, lactated ringers because you get shot, you need you're gonna need fluids, any kind of shock or anything like that. Um, syringes, um, tourniquets. Any kind of um, you know gauze pads to you know keep you keep keep your blood in you know keep you from bleeding out quick. Um, like I said, anything that's for allergic reactions, uh, pain medications. How about you, know, you do us a favor? I know you got some list some stuff out from what you have, what y'all have in y'all kits in the field, and then if you get a chance, go into a local store, Walmart, or something, pharmacy area. And tell me what you grab. If you can create a list for us, so you, I know what you're saying. I know you know, but to have a list like you saying something for, like, what do you, you know, what would you grab? What do they have? You know what I mean? I know right. you can't go behind the counters in the actual pharmacy, pharmacy area, but uh, you know, even no, over they, county, they, most of this stuff you can pick up right in the aisle. You go to a CVS yeah. or a um, you can pick those things up in the aisle. Anytime you start talking about like atropine or, um. Any any of the narcotic medications for pain, um, and any any uh, chest pain meds, those are the things that are behind the counter that you gotta go get. But yeah, I'll definitely I'll write you up a list of stuff that uh, everybody should have, and at least you know one or two can, in their pack. How can you get your hands on atropine? That's what I'm asking. I don't think he said that. Like, how I do that? No, so so here's the thing. He the question was, if I had to go to the pharmacy and grab some things, so I'm thinking, well, shit is already bad. So if it's yeah. already bad and people are in chaos, then I know exactly where I'm going to grab first. While everybody else yeah. is grabbing the, the the Fritos and the, like you said, the cigarettes and stealing the all kind of shit, I'm grabbing anything that can that can uh, stop you from bleeding, anything that can keep you breathing. 
you know, and, and anything that will keep you moving, right? So you get shot, everybody needs it. I mean, I carry tourniquets with me on my everyday stuff, you know. You don't never know what's going to happen. So you get shot, you need to stop that bleeding, you got to get back in the fight. Um, right. You, you know, um, quick clot. You know, you guys in the military know what what is it? Mm-hmm. Cellox, Cellox. Yeah, we make our no. own quick clot. Uh, you know, that's something Kale and Clay. What you can, we use for uh, it's the same thing. Um, if you actually, uh, we we put a post up about that a long time ago. Um, I, I haven't I haven't looked at it in, in a while, but Kale and Clay, uh, even if you know like how they uh, infuse it uh, with the bandages, it does an excellent job. It uh, it's the same thing as quick uh, uh, quick clot. And it actually right. it doesn't produce the uh the same. You know, like a lot of that um those um those uh those compounds they used to use uh what the polysaturized, they would produce a lot of heat when yeah, they yeah, uh, yeah. when they mix with but kale and clay won't do that. So right. yeah, that's something you can get from anywhere for as um you know, using a a, a quick class substitute. And also atropine, if y'all look it up, if somebody got the t- time to do it up, atropine you can't legally uh, get, you know, if you're not a doctor or, 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 or a farmer, you know, they're not just going right. to give you anything. Um, yeah, there's a plant. Is it gems and weed? Somebody looked it up. I think it's gems and weed. It's a it's a lethal um, plant, but it contains, uh, it actually contains uh, atropine. I think it's gems and J-I-S-M-O-N. I might be wrong. If somebody get a chance, look that up, gems and weed. I think it's just uh, but it's some kind of way you can you should be able to extract. Um, I, I I said I was gonna look at it a while back, but it actually has a, a huge uh, a good. Uh, I'm not sure about the percentage. I don't want to tell that lie, but it has uh, atropine in it. I'm not sure they was extracting it, but I think it's gems and wheat. But it's poisonous. Um, but it counteracts everything else. Um, but I mean, like if, I you, said, if you you got hit with a nerve agent, I always wondered, could you somehow, uh, you know, extract atropine from? I'm sure somebody who's a chemist know how to do it, but um, it may be, you know, a lot of times you might. Can, I, I was gonna look into that one time, but that is really rare. Uh, but most of your nerve agents are uh, a lot of your nerve agents are derived from um, from um, insect insecticides. So anyway. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, 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 I usually think of you know, like most people it, because because of my job, I'm I'm always thinking in in that mode. You know, anything that can help us. You know, um, like I said, if it, if it can stop you from bleeding and at least get you running down the road, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking at. And then I can worry about trying to patch you up if we get some place where we can sit for a few. You know. Yeah, how many bodies of um? Uh, how many? How many? I appreciate that, uh, Jermaine, and please do that list for us. And I appreciate the information you gave. Let me ask you another question. Looking at this, this can of high area, uh, how many large bodies of water do we have? Where in this country? In Ohio? No, no, no. In this area that we're looking at, y'all, in this Canton area, within this five ten mile area that we're looking at, uh, we'll be doing the um from the stock. Very little to none. Yeah, Ohio don't really have any large. Yeah, whatever large bodies. But listen to the question I'm asking you. How many large bodies of water do we have in the area? I see. I see Myers Lake. Uh, I see. um, What the hell is this over here? Lake Cable. 
Mm-hmm. I'm seeing. What's the distance from uh, the stockpile? Wow. Um, let's go back to the stockpile. From the stockpile. If y'all, another thing too, y'all can do if y'all see for those of you on the computer, if you look at the very top, uh, that top uh, bar, you'll see like a little yellow. Uh, what they call those things? Little push pins. That you can click on that and it'll mark locations for you. You can give it names and everything. So you can always have locations marked on your map when you come to it. And that might be a good idea, Brian, or somebody, you know, uh, for people in that area. What I'm trying to get you out of the two, look at what's in your area. Look at what, where the water at in your area, the hospitals, the pharmacies, uh, even like places like, you know, you should know where your Walmart's at. But just kind of, uh, you know, look at, we're going to um, pull up a topo map of this area too so you can know what your terrain is like. Um, so you can really get a good, you know, this stuff, you know, we're looking at this one example, but wherever you at, you need to be really looking at terrain, looking at what's around you, not just knowing it. Like I know Atlanta. I know Atlanta all, you know, pretty good. But still sometimes I can look at Google Maps like, huh, I didn't know that was right there. You know what I mean? Or certain right. things like, remember I was talk, telling you about that, you know, that 15-yard that uh, spear? You know, a lot of us are in spear. We feel like we know an area, but... Do you really know your area? Have you really looked at your area, you know, from the top? Right. Um, from what I'm looking at, it's 1.7 miles from the stockpile to uh, Myers Lake. Oh, I'm reading two miles. But then I'm in the center of the damn lake. Depending on where you're going. I'm, I'm down at the very bottom of it, you know, how it kind of looked like. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like a yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah, thing. You know. And from the um, stop, no. go ahead. No, I'm I'm still looking for, for I can see oh, Tippo Lake. The other lake is Tippo Lake. Yeah. yeah, I see it. And then Spring Valley Lake. Where is that at? West, north, southwest. That is northeast of Tippo Lake and northwest of Myers. But I'm I'm not seeing it. As a, I'm thinking that it's so, yeah, I see it. It's it's kind of like a giant duck pond. <laughs> okay. It, look, it looks a mess from when you zoom in. I'm looking at two and a half miles almost from Sippo Lake to the stockpile. I'm trying to find. You said no, go northeast or northwest. Um, I see, so I see two lakes, lakes over here. I see three lakes, three small lakes. Yeah, yeah um, Green Valley. Yeah. And then I see Myers. I don't see. I don't see another one though. I see three. I see three small bodies of water. Matter of fact, Spring Valley Lake looked like swamp. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. It looks like a. Yeah, it's a that's stagnant water there. Uh, the other one up here, it doesn't have a name. It's just some like little pond in the, uh, up here near uh, St. Andrews. If you're looking at it on the Latin longitude, it's north 40, uh, north 40, uh, 49 minutes, and west 81, 27 minutes. Um, next to Isla. Next to a house. It's, it's got a, a lot of uh, grass or moss or something in the water. It's over here near a little like a golf course. It's a golf course over here in yeah, the north, yeah, uh, northwest corner. Yeah, I see it. And just below the golf course is three more bodies of water. Yep, yep. You talking about uh, Brookside Golf Course or whatever? You talking about that? 
I can't see the name of it on mine, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's four. It's actually one, two, uh, three. It's four lakes. Yeah, it's four bodies of water right here. Actually, it seems like there's more. There's more than four. What is this? Yeah, I'm talking about. I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm over here at uh, uh latitude north up here by the golf course right here at the golf course, golf course there's yeah. one to the west of the golf course right and there are I'm three to the south of it three bodies of water to the south of it right right and there's right. actually one to the one to the east of it so it's it's five bodies of water six of them actually including Spring um, Valley Lake it's six bodies of water next to the golf course. Right, and and north of that is Lake Cable. I see that. Right, Lake Cable is on Brunnerdale Brunnerdale Avenue. Oh, it looked kind of stagnant too. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, Lake and it's Lake Cable is two is two bodies of water to the left of it. I mean, to the south, um, southwest. And it's a body of water over here in this industrial area um, to the um, um, southeast of it. Yeah, but Lake you got to assume that anything near factory is runoff. Talk, yeah, it's bad water. But you might use it for something. I mean, if you get it, you can, you can distill it, maybe. You know what I mean? Okay, hold on one second. Who, who lives in Ohio? Brian. Okay. That would be me. <laughs> how how far is Canton to uh Colum- from Columbus? Uh about two hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm about two hours north of Columbus, about probably about an hour from Cleveland and maybe like two hours from Pittsburgh. Gotcha, gotcha. Brian, have you ever considered all these different water sources in your area? Uh, well, not all of them. <laughs> you actually found uh, pointing out a couple of them that I wasn't really aware of, but um, I have been to a few of them though. It'd be important to, for you to map them out. Like even over here, I see some little small bodies of water, pools, and everything. Because the reason I'm saying it, like uh, just exploring maps before we get into the, the compass parts and stuff, is gonna be somewhat easy. But we well, you, you gotta really get into look into your area and see what's there. Like even over here off of uh, East Hill Street, um, and um, over here in East East Hill uh, Street and uh, Fraser Avenue, there's some kind of body of water at this house. It looked like they got a big pond. Um, in the back yeah. of their house, and now these now, what do y'all think about these areas? Think about this: with if if shit get crazy, and the water, the main water to these areas is cut off or destroyed, like you know, y'all remember when um, the United States went into Iraq, they just you know destroyed the uh, the water pumping stations. There are a huge number of people in these areas, and these bodies of water are really not sufficient for the number of people in these areas over no serious period of time. You can only assume that the people in these neighborhoods around these lakes, especially around this golf course, or anywhere it's a golf course, I presume it's an affluent neighborhood. Uh, sometimes they put them in poor neighborhoods, but most times they have them in affluent neighborhoods. Those people are going to band together and protect those bodies of water from people who... Oh, you better believe it. And they might have equipment better than us, too, because they can afford it, i.e. thermal vision. I'm just saying. 
I thought about I see, it. Uh, do y'all see a, um, uh, like a river or a creek or something? I see some type of uh, body of water running um, running southeast. Y'all see that? Southeast of? Like a river? Uh, southeast of uh, 70, like some kind of small river uh, running from, uh, it's look like it's running from uh, northeast to to southwest down below highway, uh, below, below the um, junction or the highway junction. It's south of the highway. It's oh, running okay. under 77. It's running, um, it crosses um, 62. It's on the east side of the, of, of yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh, Vietnam Veterans Memorial Highway, that little strip right there. I'm zoomed out, so I can't see the actual names, but it's probably so, because I remember seeing that when I was zoomed in. But y'all see that body of water running? Is that a, that looked like a body of water running that length of that? It looks like a little canal because it's next to the railroad. Yeah, right? yeah, yep, it is a canal. I'm seeing it. Yeah, you gotta check that water right there. Yeah, all of it. You're gonna have to. We we talking about an emergency situation though, y'all. We gotta. We looking at. Believe me, a lot of a lot of thinking that we have gonna change when we, you know, if if shit get crucial. I'm not saying nothing wrong. It's yeah. also a canal running along the highway there. Of course, that water probably ain't going to be clean. The water in those stagnant lakes not going to be clean, but that's why you got to have means to purify. We can't look at what may be. We got to look at, you know, we got to start looking at these things like well, it'll behoove Brian to know that they're that they there and where they're at and what points you can catch the canal. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because so it's mm-hmm. actually a why. It actually, the canal comes together right there. Um, at uh, Nim Nimis, I can't let me something. You talking the Ohio Canal? That's my. I can't see the name. Oh, of I presume that's what it is. It's running yeah. on right, right below where the uh, highway Cloverleaf. You'll see the uh, where the canal splits into a Y, or it comes together right there, south of that um, Cloverleaf in the highway on seventy seven. I see it going. Oh, all the way down to yeah, the little canal. Dan, Dan, yeah. Danner, what is it? Danner Road Southwest. And if you go, you, yeah, if you go all the way down to Central Avenue, you see the water processing station um, for that area. It's a pretty big one over. Um, I'm gonna give y'all. Let me give y'all longitude and last north. If y'all, that's why we had to write this stuff down. So y'all got to get used to writing down coordinates and directions. If you look at north, 40 degrees, 45 minutes and 20 um, seconds, and uh, north, 40, 40 degrees, 45 minutes and 20 seconds, and west, 81 degrees, 22 minutes and 14 seconds, you'll see the um, the uh, the water. Um, uh, what do they call it? Y'all know what I'm talking about. What they clean uh, the water um, treatment water plant. Water yeah, treatment. Water treatment plant. You can actually, um, from my map, the picture's so clear, you can see them pumping water right under uh, Central Avenue into the um, into the uh, canal, and you can actually see that the the water is actually flowing south. Can y'all see that, where the water's coming into the canal and flowing south? So it's at that point that I'd be somewhat concerned that, about the water, because the water above it, unless there's a plant north of this plant, the that is it's only letting water into the canal down at Central Avenue and then it's flowing south. It's not flowing back toward the city, it's flowing away from the city. Okay. 
But at the same time, that means the waters that's coming out of the city might not be treated. Mm-hmm. Right. Some years ago, the, 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 there was a river that caught on fire down in Ohio. I don't know, Brian, you might know something about that. It caught fire. The river was on fucking fire. And from what you're saying right here, if, if what you're saying that that flow is like that, and it and it's coming out the way you're saying it's coming out, that that stuff is so suspect. We might you might not be able to drink that shit. You you treat it. You know there might be something in that water that um this is something to think about too because if you get near in a, in, in industrial areas with the kind of waste that they have, it's not going to be something that we could boil out or put something in to treat it. Right. That's if it, that's if it's in, in and I don't mean to cut you off, Leon. That's if nah. uh, now presumably, presumably. Mm. Uh now we know this is a stretch. The EPA has guidelines as to what they can dump from uh industrial areas. And here at this water treatment Jeez. plant now we just now why I said presumably, y'all. Uh, <laughs> at this water treatment plant though, and you shouldn't really have, not to say you can't have it because people are pour, pour Clorox, ammonia, and all kind of shit down the toilet. But mm. in the water treatment plant, uh, you shouldn't be, that's not an industrial complex in the sense where they're using chemicals and, talk, you know, heavy metals, um, you know, like as far as process of manufacturing something. Uh, you can have, of course, you can have human waste and, and fecal matter and stuff like that uh, coming into the uh, treatment plant. But I wouldn't, I don't know. If the canal, the you know most um, sewer systems, uh, it wouldn't be running through the canal like that. But it is at that point down there, um, technical because they, you know, like the the sewer the sewer systems coming from these homes, these pipes they got their pipes are being piped into the water treatment plant. Uh, they're not sending you know uh, stuff straight through the canal. They you know the, the your toilet and your sewer system shouldn't dump into the canal. But you could get over if there's a heavy rain or storms. You could get, you know, wash out from the roads and ground. You may get some spillage over in, you know, during heavy storms. Uh, you know, if the school system get overloaded. Somebody, somebody was saying something. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had, um, I had lost everything, so I was wondering what exactly y'all were looking at. We're we're still in your town, and we're looking at the sewage treatment plant down at. Um, I gave y'all the latitude to lunch to, hoping y'all could find it easy that way. But down there. Central Avenue and uh, saying, uh, Central Avenue and Cleveland Avenue is south in the southeast corner. You should see a water treatment plant, a bunch of circles uh, where they got the tank set and stuff. If you look on your map, if you got your grid up, go to North 4520 and West 8122. For uh, 4520, okay. Eighty one. It's actually eighty one twenty one when I zoom out and saying it's more of eighty one twenty one. Y'all see that? Y'all see what I'm talking about? The people still on the computer. People on the computer. Oh, 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 oh. You see people on a computer. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, y'all, y'all seeing what I'm saying? Those of you who who still on the computer. Oh, I was like, well, yeah. shit. What kind of Google Earth you got? <laughs> no, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you said it was Cleveland Avenue and oh, Central Avenue. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. It's down there. That if you if you if you if you look at those, I don't know if y'all see the same coordinates like I'm seeing it on the grid. If you follow the coordinates, you'll see it right off. You can oh. go. Because she has a point as the, as the north goes south, it decreases. I'm saying 46, 12, 45, 46, 45, 20. Right. And then we get down to 45, 20, north, 45, 40, 40 you know, 40, 45, 20, uh, west, 81, 21, you'll see the water treatment plant. Yeah. Y'all see the water treatment plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> see? I was looking at I was looking right at this thing, man. <laughs> you, you see what I'm talking right. about? Yeah, I get, I got you now. Now zoom in on the water treatment plant. Zoom in on it. Okay. And then you'll see the the outlet pointing to the canal. Um, and you can see water flowing. Y'all can see that? Yeah. Oh, is that on the... Uh... Is that like to the, oh, yeah, that's to the west of the water treatment plant. Yeah, to the northwest of the water treatment plant. Northwest. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're talking about. You see the water flowing into the into the canal. Yeah, yeah. And you see the waves flowing, so that gives you information, number one thing. See, if you look at these maps, Google Earth has a lot of, you know, you can determine a lot of stuff by looking at it. Now you know which way the water flowing. Right. Very interesting. If y'all find, how can we, y'all remember how we, we measure distances looking at these maps? Yep. If we, if we, if we couldn't find, like earlier, I should have said, if we couldn't find, like, uh, use the rule on here, how could you find the distance uh, between two points? How could you estimate distances? You can associate it uh, with something, like. Got associated with known distances. Yeah, with, with football fields or... You know. Antonio. Yep. You're a truck driver, right? Yeah, no, last time I checked. How long is the standard cab on the truck? I mean, the, tra uh, the trailer. How long is the standard trailer on the truck? Uh, 53 foot. Exactly. All right, so it's 53 foot. So if you go over to, if you're in an area and you don't have anything else, if you can scan over, if you see, if, you, if they take a picture... If somebody had a picture of a map of real-time, you know, satellite image, and you can see a tractor trailer, you go into the industrial area, because that's where you're probably going to find some tractor trailers, right? Yeah. So y'all find an industrial area, find your tractor trailer, and then if you got a little uh, card in your pocket or something like that, or you use your fingertips and just find your tractor trailer, you know it's 53 feet long, the, 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 the trailer part. So you can use it as a reference. You know, you can take a little card out, look, you know, a little, um, you know, a little business card or something, put it up to the screen, mark it, or if you had a little map, mark, you know, mark the little distance, how short it is on that, then start measuring your distances like that. Y'all feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right again. You take if you if you take it like with the. If you take a, if you go, if you find a picture, if you got a map and, you, and it's a satellite map and you you see an image, like even if you're using Google Earth like y'all were doing earlier and y'all didn't have the, the measurement feature, if you go, just go over to an industrial area and find your tractor trailer, you know, on the image. Let's say right, you don't have right, any right. way to measure. And once you find the tractor trailer, 
whatever, everything is true to scale until the size of that tractor trailer. Now, if you right. take the picture, if you change the elevation, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna lose value. But at whatever value you 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 mark off the tractor trailer, like if you mark it at an elevation of 1042 where I'm at on my computer, then as long as I stay at the elevation, I can move around and measure distances, and it should be giving me some general idea how long or how far something is. I'm using the tractor trailer as a reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of you feel where I'm coming from, Leon? Yeah, 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 I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, they do got some. Actually, speaking of that, they look like they got some mobile mobile trailers down on this uh, water treatment plant. I don't know if you noticed that. Let's go. Let's go back and look. Let's see if we can we can test it out. Yeah, I came out of there and lost it. Uh, down here. There it is. Yeah, I see one. One that leaves that up. There's like uh, yeah, almost looks like it's two or three of them clustered together. Take her down there, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to um spot the. Uh, I see some vans. Give me one second. Oops, what did I do? Okay, I'm looking on the back end, the back end, and I see look like I see some trailers over here. You mean on the on the facility? Yeah, I'm. I don't see the. Okay, I see one. I see one trailer. I see a white one at the um at the back of the uh, facility. Um. I'm scanning it at a thousand feet right now, and I see a yeah. white one at the very in the in the middle section where you uh, between the between the you got circles on the left and circles on the right, and then you got this middle section in the very back back here. They got some kind of uh, uh, art type white building. It's kind of bleached out with the light mm-hmm. on mine, and then they got a trailer, a tractor trailer. Uh, um, Perpendicular to it, no truck, right. just a cat, just a trailer. Um, it looked like they got a walkway going up to it. Right, right, right. Now, if you and take a you... business card, who see it? Who don't see it? Somebody saying something? No, I was just gonna say, do you see those like mobile trailers? Uh, they're kind of like mobile home trailers too, which is that's basically to the right or to the east, uh, to that little road, and you got like those junk like looks like junk cars and then to the north slightly to it's like a stone's throw to the northeast they have like a cluster of those little mobile trailers right there also i don't know if you see that as well yeah i see uh, that from from basically from the the uh the tracking trailer that you just mentioned Like whatever this little road is right here in between the the two uh the circles on the right and the center tr- treatment facility or whatever. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I see it. 
I was going, what I like to try to do uh, when I'm yeah. measuring, if I'm using trucks as a reference, uh-huh. um, like um, I try to use uh, the, the the standard kind of like, I want to say white trailers uh, because I know those are always 53. Uh-huh. Like if you, if you looking like, I think where you're looking at between the, like the, let's say the rectangles uh, on the east yeah. side of the, uh, between the rectangles and the, and the circle, empty circles. Right. There's a uh, there's a little uh, like I say a portable trailer there. There's a little right. uh, a little uh, con- office container like two of right. them, one in the grass and one on the road. There's a blue container, shipping container to the north of it. Mm-hmm. It looked mm-hmm. like about a probably a forty foot shipping container, but I can't really use. I could probably use this twenty foot shipping container that's in the road. You know what I mean? Because that's sometimes those shipping containers, as uh, Antonio Park can say, sometimes they can be longer than forty feet. Uh, they had that extension on them where they can be, I think, 53 or, uh, or 45 feet or something like that. Normally, you got the 20-foot shipping containers and the, and the 40-foot, but sometimes they can be longer. So I can't use the 40-foot because I'm not sure if it's extended or not. But that 20-foot container right there, you see the one in the road that's kind of white across yeah. uh, north of whatever that little red thing is in the road there, some kind of something yeah. red, might have been a car or something. It's I don't a, know what it, looks it is. looks like a truck, a pickup truck. Yeah, my computer's showing it real crazy. Now, these images are skewed a little bit. If you're right. on a computer, see if you can measure that container and see if it – put it in feet, set your um, distance in feet, and see if it says it's 20 feet. My thing – my ship can – hold on. I did it in the middle. Look like they got something laying on top of that shipping container, too. I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, it, it pretty much has it uh, 19.9 feet. So you see what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting twice. No reason my stupid that computer don't want to. You see what I'm saying? So we can use that as a reference. I just had to go beside it because, and then you got to keep your line straight. Y'all see how when y'all using doing your measure line, if you go off a little bit, it'll it'll give you a different. Me- you got to kind of try to keep it straight because if you start going at an angle, it's actually going to increase your distance. So let me ask y'all this, right? What's the diameter of that 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 pit to the right of it, knowing that that container is twenty feet? How how could you determine it? You got to you got a reference point. How do we determine um, the width of that container to the right there? To, I mean, that empty, uh, that empty uh, slush thing, whatever it is, the circular uh, um, structure to the right. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me uh... get your little business card or envelope or something with a sharp edge and put it, measure, you know, measure it out on a container. Then put it against, you know, like go across the screen at the same height. Make sure you don't lose your height. Because if you change your elevation, they're going to change the truth of it. Oh, okay. Probably 100 feet. And the angle is a little off, too. So, we, you know, we can have some issues with that. Well, we're just doing a general thing, so you'll know if you had to tell your people we're gonna have to, we need a hundred feet of rope, or you know what I mean. Right. Mm. 
I'm doing it too while I'm talking to y'all, so hold on. I'm trying to go from center, but that the angle of the picture from what I'm looking at is a little bit skewed. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, 120. Hundred and forty. I'm probably I'm looking at about hundred and fifty feet wide. I mean hundred and fifty feet in um in diameter. Now for to find out I'm gonna test what did y'all get? Uh shit, I got about I think eighty five ninety. Yeah, I got a hundred. That might be it might be the angle without my screen. Cause I tilted it down, I tilted my north down, let me let me try to let me see. I'm going from dead center where the across like from where the truck is, and I'm going to those little um damn hold on. That might be my thing. Cause my 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 um my computer doing something real weird. Let me go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out of it a little bit. That's crazy. It's direction. Oh, you know what? It's it's uh, I'm getting the same thing, y'all. About a hundred feet. Yeah. I don't know why it's doing it. I'm getting a hundred feet. So but something is um something is wrong about this image. Cause when I did it with the card, you know what my my computer's doing? It's measuring. It's going like down in there. It's been, is y'all when y'all doing the me- if y'all do the measure thing on y'all um uh with the ruler for the people who got the ruler, is it going down in the pit with y'all when y'all doing it? Yeah, it goes down in the pit and over the land again. Yeah, so you got to yeah. – what I did so it's, was it's, I, measured, I measured from the inside um, the pit, inside the corner where you see the crease yeah. to the wall. I measured from inside that crease to the, on the on the bottom of the pit to the back wall coming towards me, and I got about 100 feet. Yeah, I'm getting the same thing. But when I, I had to take the trailer, now I got to take the trailer. Let me see. Because we want to make sure that our trailer is giving us, you know, the accurate, accurate distances. Okay, so that's 100. I mean, um, that's 40. 60. 80, 100. I'm still getting a little bit over 100. I don't know why. When I'm using the card, it seems like I'm, I think it got to be an angle of distance. But y'all, if y'all go up to the top, for the people on the computer, if you go up to the top of uh, the Google Earth, you'll see, y'all see where it got north up there and all that? If you kind of move to the top right-hand corner, how the circles appear, you can yeah, appear, yeah. you see how if you click down, it'll it'll give you a straight down shot. And if, uh, like, start moving that ball around to see how it changes the image. Right. Right. Actually, if you click on it, uh, it'll, it can uh, reorient to true north also. Good point, Brian. And then the ball below it, you know, it, it just kind of, it'll glide over at the same elevation, uh, um, 
it should maintain. Let me see. It's just you can your east and west movements without having shift in the image. You know, like like being in a helicopter. It's like you know you're flying over the terrain. Like if you go to the second ball, I went. I focused in on it. Uh, y'all see what I'm talking about? Like it's just moving over the terrain. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like you're in a helicopter or something. Now let's click on a man and see what it give us. Just to see if it give us a street route. You had to drag him down. Uh, yeah, it only goes where the highlighted roads are. Yeah. Gonna only, yeah, so I'm gonna um, go. But you can zoom into the ground level view though, also. Yeah, I'm I'm at the ground level now, but it's gonna be kind of trick. Like you know what? I just zoomed down to the top end, and you can see the elevation uh, in the ground right here that you can see. Um, let me see where I am. Let me zoom back out of here. Exit ground level view. Some tanker cars out there. If you look, if you zoom, if you go up to the um, damn, which way am I looking at it? Oh, let me hit north again because my north is where west is now. Wow, man. <laughs> What's that, Brian? Uh, I'm just playing around with this ground level view. You see what I'm talking about, how it gave you a topography. Um, you can see how the ground, um, that dip right there. Remember we were talking about going over land? If you, um, let me zoom back out. If uh, we got north properly oriented, right, uh, hmm. down in where we was with a trailer, where we were measuring with the trailer, go north of there probably a couple of hundred yards, and you'll see four tanks up at the top. The four most northern tanks in your northeast that look purple, they look purple to y'all. They got some. It's four, four tiny little, like some geometric shape next to four little small pools up there. Y'all see it? Do everybody see it? Small pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. The it. four purple, uh, small purple pools. Y'all see them? Yeah. All right. Now go up there and zoom in on them. Just click on them a couple of times and it'll zoom you in. Y'all see how they are actually on a mound and how there's there's an elevation. When you're looking at it from the top, it looks like flat terrain. But when you look at it there, and then let's see if, if you let's click on it. Go up to those four um, purple um, dome. They actually covered it. Look like look like a covering over them. Click right. on them to a, drag this man down to a street view there. And you see how the ter terrain is changing. You can see the you know the terrain. Um, the difference right. is terrain that you can, of course, can't see from. Uh, I'm spinning it around and leveling it out. Right. Well, the the pools to the right of them are below that. Exactly. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Like when you when you cross and land, you know, you gotta you know you gotta take an account uh, if you go across fields that there's there's no the land might not truly be leveled. Right. I even see a little gorge right here. I don't know how I got to this. Let me see what it is. Oh, yeah, I can see right there in the little room that's going under. Um, my north is now facing east, and you can see like it's a little underground entrance point right there. Y'all see that? Yeah. And if we go back up to, uh, let me see this. I gotta come out of here. 
Let me take my north back to correct. <clears throat> Go to, let's see, um, map uh, length and degrees. This something, if you go, um, if we right here by these little containers, right, you know, the ones we were looking at, uh-huh. if set your, if for those of you who got rulers, set your ruler to degrees, and it'll tell you. I use this when I'm at Arabian Mountain a lot. I measure a distance. And then I'll get the degree heading. So if I'm telling some people to go on this degree heading at a certain um, distance, then, you know, the map already tell me what the degree heading is. I can, I can plot information out to tell people which way to go. Like just once you get set degree, like your ruler to degrees, which is the very bottom selection, and then whichever way you rule it, you move it, it's going to be, once you set your point, it's going to be telling you what degree heading you're going in. So let's do a let's do a little something with that right quick. Do everybody see the little staircase? If you zoom in to street level, do you see the little staircase? That's uh, the entrance staircase entrance is in the middle of those four tanks um, on the east side. Y'all see that? In the middle of the four tanks. Oh, hold on, let me see. The the four mm-hmm. purple tanks. There's an yeah. entrance, an underground entrance right there. To, if you zoom in on it, you can see the steps and everything, like it's a little underground entrance. And there's some white cubes that are going over the entrance in the grass. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Those seven white squares that are in between those four purple tanks lead to the um, uh, uh, lead to that underground walkway there. Right. Y'all see that? Yep. Uh, no, I don't see it. I, I don't think I'm looking at the right thing. Okay, Brian, let's uh let's scan back out. You 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 do you see the purple tanks? Yeah, um the ones that are the uh the furthest north. Yeah, the furthest north. Okay, because I I think I was looking at the black tanks. That might have been what my problem was. No, I'm talking about the purple tanks uh north of the whole complex there. Okay. Hold on, let me exit the ground. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about. All right, oh, now zoom, okay. zoom in on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, to the east, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're talking about. That. What is that? A staircase? Yeah, zoom yeah. in till you can see the staircase. You can. When I'm down at about ten forty-two feet, I can see it real good. Now I'm oh. going to give y'all a quiz. Set your um, set your ruler to degrees. Put your uh, marker, your your measuring marker, right at that on the staircase there. Two degrees. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Are you kidding? Right there on the staircase. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all something to find. Three hundred and fifteen degrees from that point, and one hundred and twenty-six meters on average. It's a it's a, a, a object there. Tell me what it is. 
the white truck? Yep. Which way the truck's facing? Facing, well, the way my screen is set up, it's, it looks like it's facing west. Yep. How many vehicles you see west of the truck? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I see eight in that parking lot, one facing the same direction as the truck, and uh, seven of them parked, you know, in, like, parking spaces. Look like this. Okay. Two Brian, you see that? Brian, you see that? Yeah, sorry about that. I see it. It's like a row of trucks over there, right? Huh? It's a, it looks like it's a row of like vehicles. Mm-hmm. But what was a what was that three fifteen degrees and hundred and twenty eight feet? hundred and twenty eight meters. Yeah, I got all screwed up now. <laughs> uh I lost the box, so I can't tell who's on the page anymore. Um, and we're going to keep it going too much longer, y'all. But this stuff going to eventually be important. Um, now I got a, um, I got another target that's 149 meters away from the steps and 158 degrees. Almost 159 degrees. 159 degrees from the staircase, 149 meters. At 100 and what degrees? 158.97 degrees and 149.23 meters, give or take. How many meters? 
Um, describe describe it to me. It's it, it's white. Um, well, it looks like it's it's uh, kind of has like um to the north of it. Looks like that's the entrance, and it's it's uh it's like two le- um or I say like two levels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an entrance to the north of it, and then there's also looks like a driveway to the east as well. What's in the driveway? Um, something that something that stands out in the driveway. A vehicle. What vehicle stand out in the driveway? It looked like junk. Hold on, let me zoom in. Color wise, it's a color, it's a vehicle in there that stand out from what I'm looking at. It's red. Yeah. Okay. It's red. Right it looks like there's a purple one like next to it, maybe. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay, I got you. I got you. Last one. Uh, 168 meters from the staircase. 259 degrees. What were the degrees again? I'm sorry. Uh, 259 degrees. Okay. What process are y'all using to find it? I want to know what y'all are doing. Go ahead. I'm actually uh, dragging my uh, ruler across and watching the uh, degrees as they change. Okay. And if you if you if you're at the if you're at the staircase coming out of the four things. And if you're not whatever direction, as you start to spin, it, put it in 360 degrees. If you know that, uh, if we know our, if we know our headings, what do we have? Um, zero 360 is north, right? Yeah. At the top. Yeah. But we got 90 degrees is east, right? Due east, true east. Yep. Right. Then what else we got? What we got at uh? What we got mm-hmm. at true south? 180. All right. Well, we got is two west. Two seventy at uh, west. All right. So if we know, if we know that we, um, hold on, I just took it off of there and do this again. Sometimes by just hearing the, the, the degrees, you should know which direction to look in, right? Right. So if I tell you, if I start telling you, if I tell you 259 degrees, 
then we know we, we which direction we in. North, south, east, or west? It should be southwest. Uh, really like south, yeah. That's right. We're in southwest because we're just a little short of 270. But so that's kind of take us in the direction. That should tell us which direction we're going in. Right. All right. So we know we're looking somewhat southwest of the point of origin. Then all we got to do then is just find our meters. You know what I mean? Find out, you know, stretch our thing out till we get to, you know, the meters that we're supposed to be at. You know, find, you know, move our degree. We can already tell. You know what I mean? Like, so if I start saying, if I say something is is a uh, hundred degrees, which direction is that? Uh, that's like southeast. Slightly. Yeah. Slightly. No, it's still, it's still more east than south, right? It's still yeah. kind of somewhat true east. It's just ten degrees more than ninety, right? Right. Right. So we doing we doing two hundred degrees where we at? Um, if we if we put it in quadrants, we put it in we 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 put it in even if we were to square it out, you know what I mean? Quadrant one, um, being you know like uh from from zero to ninety, quadrant two from you know ninety to one eighty, quadrant three from one eighty to two seventy, you know what yeah. I mean? Quadrant four from two seventy to three sixty. Then if we at quad if we had uh, two hundred ten degrees, what quadrant we in? That's so, we're in that we're uh, walking into that third quadrant. All right. And see the thing about all this, y'all, you know, when we get more into it, it get kinda it, it can get kinda I don't know, studious or boring, but what it happened eventually we can start, you know, like all other places do, if we start if we were working as a team or a group, we can start coding things in our own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that it be yeah. too much, way different, but once we start understanding, we create our own maps and our own, um, that's a little bit further on down the line of what we're doing, but we got to kind of yeah. understand, have a general understanding. You know, understanding just, you know, kind of start pl- putting this stuff into our immediate thought process, which never is, yeah. because we never, we never thinking like that. Like, even when we're talking about describing um, direction that we're going on roads, most people won't say I'm going east on such a, a north but you know when you're dealing with the police, what are they doing all the time? They always talking about mm-hmm. we going I'm west on such such, but now we yeah. turning we north on this street. Or if you're mm-hmm. EMT, I think y'all you know the drivers do the same thing. If you right. relay information, we west on such such street. People be like, I turn left, turn right, turn you know. But you know it's a good idea to kind of know the way the road is running and understand your environment. And that's what I'm talking about. Like what we're doing might be kind of different than what everybody was expecting, but we have to. Yeah. So I was just showing people compass shit, but then you got to really understand your environment. You got to understand how this stuff, the bigger picture, than just yeah. simply read degrees off a of compass. And if you're on the, and then I'll tie back into a tactical thing, we're going to conclude right here tonight, and, and we'll start going through the uh, the document. Y'all can look through that over the course of this weekend, because that's what we're going to be working on, getting more into the map stuff. But it's still a lot of, Secondary people, some people may consider secondary, but a lot of foundational stuff that's going to give you a heightened understanding of using the compass and understanding where you are in the world and how to navigate it. Yo, this uh, this Debo. So, you, you t- are you referring? To, are you referring to the uh, those three documents that you post on that link on the A page, the PDF? Yeah, you, it's a, it should be a PowerPoint. You see it, um, Debo? Yeah, I, I saw. Uh, I think it was two PowerPoints. Uh, part one. I, I think four parts, whatever it was. Yeah, we're going to start on part one. 
uh, in the next call, but I wanted to make sure people understood Google because this is a real information source right here in front of you. So if we ever, like, when y'all come down, the people coming down next week, we're going to be doing some of this stuff real time in the field. You know what I mean? And by the time we have the next call next week, y'all, you know, we'll be going through understanding the compass basic. Then we can, I might give y'all some projects off of Google to, you know, um, just to do some fun stuff while, while we're down here that Saturday afternoon and some navigation stuff. So uh, it's important. Uh, it's a real information source um, for us. And just like even the stuff, we kind of we kind of deviated off of just strictly dealing with maps. But all that stuff is important, understanding what thing, what area, what's in your area, what might be essential to you. It gives you the value of looking at Google Earth. You know what I mean? You might need to apply stuff that you – it's always a little stuff that you didn't think about that will end up foot-clipping you in life. The shit you thought you might need, you not. You probably won't even need. But if you want to know, if somebody's trying to tell you what – you're trying to know how many – where you know, if, if Brian, you're in, a, you're in a precarious situation because outside of, you know, city supply of water, something go bad, you really have that many uh, avenues uh, for, for a basic thing that you need every single day, and that's water. And you know what? Um – I was going to point out to y'all, too, man, uh, just to the south of uh, 62, kind of by Maryland Avenue where we're looking at, there's an oil refinery right over there, actually. So what does that mean to you? <laughs> that would be a primary target <laughs> in in terms of, a, I mean, I, yeah, definitely in terms of a war or something like that. Um, I need to get out the area. Those well, my preliminary thoughts. As all, 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 uh, a lot of times, um, if there's a if there's a real emergency, um, uh, essential essential facilities and stuff like that, fuel and 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 uh, uh, you'll be surprised a lot of things that the emergency plan that already got control, they'll take control over. You know what I mean? In a in a world war, I mean, um, you know, if somebody had to really be invading this country, and and this country had to really had taken a fall for somebody to come there and take the oil. But if they're rolling through, it's there, you know. Yeah. But for you, the main concern and shit, the fan situation, I would be concerned about food and water. You should understand from looking at your area that y'all need to be storing a hell of a amount of water and water filtration devices. You know, and, you know, you just, you might have to carry a lot of water because there ain't a lot of water in your area. You have a canal that is a water source. That would be your best source than trying to go to one of those lakes where you got stagnant water anyway. You go into the canal, as Leon said, you take a risk, but then you may want to look at the things where you can distill water. You definitely want to boil it. But when you're in a dire situation, uh, when you're facing death anyway, a lot of, you know, that's it's a survival situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do you can't you don't just drink the damn water. But you know yeah. what I mean? Um also, too, a lot of times you got large butters of water that are running places. Like I showed y'all that video a long time ago where you can dig holes not far from, you know, like if it's a lake in the area, if water sits above ground, there's a lot of water beneath ground. Because the area has to, you got to think about what happened when you put water on a paper towel. Uh, it'll sink right through it. But if if you if you got, like, if you set a paper towel in a sink or a sink full of water, then you probably could set, you know, water may sit on top of the paper towel because it's so super, super saturated below and uh, beneath the water and, and the paper itself, then water has nowhere to go. So mm-hmm. anywhere there's a canal and large bodies of water, you can dig deep holes beside it or near it and get ground, ground purified water. You see what I'm saying? You ain't even, you know, the earth will purify, you know, will filter a lot of water itself. 
And I say that to say, you could be in a situation where, let's say, you went in one of these neighborhoods or whatever, or they put a fence up around it. Let's say the military put up a fence around saying this water being controlled and rationed. You might be off in the tree line high, not far from it. Best thing to do is start digging a hole. Dig down as deep as you can so you can find a water line. And if you're not far from a, a body of water, lake, that area, that entire area is saturated. That's the only reason that water can sit above ground anyway. You see what I'm saying? There's a, there's a, there's a strong water table near, near the body of water. So you just dig in that immediate area, and you should get some water start filling up the hole within, you know, a matter of minutes or hours or a day, depending on, you know, the soil. And if it's real rocky soil, you might have a problem. Right. But, you know, because rocky soil will hold water, too. I mean, you know, like if you're on Raleigh, Georgia's, you know, Piedmont, you got a lot of rocks here, but just something to think about. If you can't get direct access, then dig dig near it and see what you can pull up. Let me let me make a suggestion too. One you know, one of the things that I have in in, in my my go bag is um a water key. Yeah, I know I know a lot of people. Oh yeah. So when you go up to like these school facilities you know, when their, their water system is being when 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 the guys go to test their alarm system and their, their deluge system, um, they have a little cross-looking key that they use in the back of the building. That it's called a seal car key. Is that what it's called? Seal car. You can get them from uh, Lowe's and Home Depot. S I L L O C K. Those yeah. little things, man. You you know you you got to make a move and you need to drink. Um, your best bet would probably be something like a, you know, a, a large school or something like that where you can actually have running water come out of the uh, system that's all, you know, pretty much cleaner than, you know, digging in something that's had a lot of runoff. Good point. Good point. Uh, well, I hope, that didn't, I hope that didn't bore y'all too much, folks. Uh, and I hope y'all learned something on the conference. Uh, yeah, it definitely was a lot of food for thought, as always. We got a long way to go. You know what I mean? Just well, don't remind it, me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it, and like I said, if you don't consider it now, you won't consider it when shit happens. Right. And whether it's boring or not, you'd be surprised how the information may come back to to use. To use to you, just you now. You have another thinking. You have some more uh, another way of seeing things. Like even what what he's saying about the schools, and it just gives you food. But it, it, that stuff, believe it or not, it'll stay in your mind sometimes. If you're not well, one of the people with ADD, can, can you even if you are, sometimes it might kick in. It might kick in in the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you actually explain the thing with the schools again? Because I I don't think I quite was following that. Um, I'll drop him a video to it. I'll drop you not I'm gonna cut you off, but I'll drop you a video showing. We put it up before, Brian. Okay. Um I think somebody asked about it before, but I they got a video. Go ahead and explain it to him, Jermaine, but they I'll drop him a video too on the page so y'all can see it. So um so I guess the best way to where do you, uh, where do you work? Uh I work for a uh, phone company actually, Verizon. Okay, cool. So on um in your in the building that you work in the yeah. the uh, central water system runs through the whole building right for flushing water for washing things in the bathroom 
the kitchen or whatever. Um, right. The people that come and test your your um, fire detection system usually carry a little key. If you walk around your building that you work in, you'll see these little spigots with a with a little square knob on them, and and they're basically um, a hole a water line. So if you have okay. one of those keys and you turn you turn that spigot on, you get yeah. clean water coming out of the system. So any industrial or commercial building has this uh, ha- has one of the, has these systems um, going around the building somewhere, and you can okay, always okay. you can get clean water out of those systems. Wow! Wow! So um, it's a little yeah, it's a little cross looking thing. It's basically a, a, a wrench, uh, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. It's real compact fit in your hand and you know you just go and turn the thing on and fresh water will come out and you can use that water you know if you have to so you know when you start thinking about what we were talking earlier about if we have to move down a certain street um and we need to get out of the area and somebody needs water or we you know we we just happen to need water we can always you know go to the back of a building, or what, what are we looking at? This uh, place over here with the baseball fields and all of that stuff, and we right. can get, we can get we can fill our water bottles with that. Wow, wow! You know, and be and be completely inconspicuous because people are you know they ain't gonna know unless they see the water running out. You know, but those things are usually on the back, hidden, and you know, in the back of the building or in spaces where your uh, fire department connections and stuff like that are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lightweight, easy thing, and it's, it's everybody should have one in their kit. Yeah. Um, especially if you're in an urban environment, like you said, because a lot of even buildings downtown, here in Atlanta, I used to see them, they have like, uh, they have a little silver plate on them. They'll be on the side of a building. And normally that, that water is still pressurizing there. Even somebody, I don't know if the power go. I never seen where the power go out, but it's just like you know when you was a little kid and you had to um, take the wrench and um, and turn on the uh, hydrant illegally. Yeah. It's not the same. It's the principle is the same, but it's it's not the same. It's not the same setup per se. But a little like what he's saying, you just put the little cross in there. They got different um, nut size. I mean, like I guess the uh, key sizes. And it'll it'll turn the water on, and you can turn it back out. Right. And even in uh, mm-hmm. like even in a building. Yeah, Leon go. Leon, what is people on us? Something go down, and while you at work, and they happen to shut the water off, go in the stairwells. The stairwells, they have a standpipe connection. That water will continue to flow. Uh oh, somebody went down. Oh. Leon. Uh-huh. I'm convinced that it's shit here. Leon, every day I'm... It, it used to be Antonio, man. Antonio got better. And Leon, every time. I'm here. Hey, man. <laughs> I do it. Right. Ain't me. Oh, that ain't me. Oh, that ain't Leon? No. Oh, okay. What the hell is it this time? No, it's... Uh, it's uh, Leon. Nah, man, I'm here. Yeah, right. Nah, you you in and out. I heard you. Yeah, I'm running. You start throwing again. You in and out. Throwing something. Somebody said it ain't me. Yeah, he was in and out. 
And tell you to call <laughs> job, man. And he's so sleepy, he didn't even know it was him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I heard him. You said, didn't you say Leon twice and he ain't say nothing? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah, he didn't yeah. even hear me. We know you believe you was awake. You were in your little spirit of sleep, man. That's okay. Not, not technically, it's no. Good, it's late. <laughs> so you're saying it wasn't you, Leon. That's what you're saying. It could have been. It could have been. <laughs> look, look. And the shit has still not verified it. I still, uh, you Le- know, still Le- doing Leon some research on that. Leon can't after 10 o'clock. Yeah, we got it. Hey, we got any any for Leon going to have to take place before ten. Yeah, you can you can put me in that that in those ranks too, man. I don't know what's going on tonight, man, but I usually be down too, man. <laughs> hey, I just put that link up there for you, Brian, too. I put it in the A page, y'all. Where just yeah, you should be familiar when I show it to you. But y'all, it's been it's been late, fellas. But anybody got anything, any question, anything they wanna um, you know, they wanna uh, ask the group or talk to them with the group? Nah, that's about it. Good. All right, fellas, I appreciate y'all. I hope y'all learned something. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much just looking forward to the uh, next week or next weekend. Okay. So sure. I'm gonna go ahead and, and look at those. You said uh, Saturday night, right, for the hotel. So I'm gonna look at yeah. the location. Off of 78, yeah. right? Stone Mountain. Yeah, so. and I'm, I'll send you something tomorrow, man, uh, for you and Leon. I'll tag y'all in it. And, uh, all right. Appreciate we'll, it. Uh, we'll camp Friday night, so it's all good. All right, hey, I appreciate all y'all, man. Like I said, I hope it was uh, y'all learned something in a little while, and we all learned something. So, uh, you know, it is what it is, fellas. Until next week. Yeah. All, all right. right. Appreciate it. All Peace. Right. All right. See y'all. All right. All right. You too. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.